Moses Magnum here at Dark Horse Booth, bringing you a special conversation with uh, Mr. Peter Hogan. Hi. <laughs> um, Resident Alien is a little bit of a strange book to me. Okay. It's just the premise is a little weird. Yeah. And yeah. my biggest curiosity around it, like if there's one question I'm going to ask you, it would be where were you when you thought of Resident Alien as a concept for a book? Uh, well, I'll tell you how I got the title first. Uh, and this goes back like about 30 years ago, and I was in New York seeing an English friend who was living in New York. And I was going, well, so how does this work? Have you got a green card? And he went, no, I'm married to an American woman. I have one of these, and held up a resident alien card. And I thought, what a fantastic title for a story. Uh, and it sort of went into the back of my head, and I forgot completely about it. And then I was talking, uh, about five years ago, I was talking to Steve Parkhouse, who's the artist, and, and he and I had worked before years ago on stuff for Vertigo. And I was, wanted to work with him again, and he wanted to do something that involved aliens. So at that point, I remembered the title idea, and I thought of uh, basically the idea of an alien who was shipwrecked here, didn't know if he'd ever be rescued. So he's stuck here, and he's trying to make the best of it. Um, and he obviously doesn't want to get discovered, so he heads for a small town because that's easier to, you know, hide in than a big city in some ways. Uh, in some ways, harder. Um, and uh, but he's also likely to get bored out of his mind, so he gets kind of hooked on the idea of of playing amateur detective. So that was basically the the, the initial concept. And uh, you said you worked with uh, Steve Parkhouse. Yeah. So you knew his art, obviously, before you got into it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, what was it that you guys worked on before? That... Yeah. Uh, well, I uh, back when I was a comics editor on an anthology called Revolver, I was Steve's editor. And then um, when I was asked to do some Sandman spin-off stories for The Dreaming, uh, I asked to work with Steve because I knew he'd do a great job. And so we did, uh, I think, four issues of The Dreaming together. And um, um, we'd always got on well, and I, you know, his art's fantastic. So, you know, um, at some point or another, I suggested the idea of working together again, and he came up with this uh, thing about wanting to work on aliens. In Vertigo, I, I know that there was a series you worked on that never got released. That's right. And... That how I mean, you put that those ideas out there. You put them in print. Yeah. You, you know, how do you feel about that? Well, sometimes it happens. You know, I did a. a it's not the only time it's happened to I me. Mean, I wrote a um, a short spirit story for the New Adventures of the Spirit, and then the magazine went belly up the issue before it was due to run. And then they did a book compilation, and my story wasn't even in the book. So I'm hoping that's actually going to come out at some point on, on the net, if nowhere else. Um, but with Marky Moon and Vertigo, it was one of those things of um, my editor left um, and um, to become a full, full-time mum. And uh, that was pretty much the end of my relationship with the company. And, and Marky Moon was kind of... It was one of those things that... I don't know why they never published it. They never really told me why they never published it. It did. It ended up on the net for a while, and then it, it, somebody got it got pulled or whatever. 
But there are copies drifting around. Yeah, I, in research, researching you for this interview, I actually found out there was something in the Sandman universe that I didn't read yet. Yeah. And that came up, and I was trying to look it up to read it, and I couldn't find it. It's a, it's, it's a weird one. It was, it was a story... Um, Neil Gaiman wanted me to do something that involved punk rock because he knew I knew about that. And Elisa, who was the editor, wanted to do something about uh, werewolves. And so, basically, I put the two, two ideas together, and, uh, and that's what the story was. And it wasn't the greatest story. It wasn't the best of my dreaming stories or anything, but it was okay, you know. I think Vertigo published far worse stuff, so <laughs> I really don't know. I'd love to know, I, you know, I really hope one of these days uh, they'll collect all my dreaming stories and the Sandman Presents thing, and there was a book, some magic story as well, that was kind of Sandman-related. So I'm hoping they'll put that all together as a book, and it would be really nice if they put Marky Moon in there as well. But whether it'll ever happen, who knows? What's your least favorite Vertigo story you've read since? Uh, that I've read. Yeah. Uh, I haven't actually read much of Vertigo for years and years and years, so I couldn't really say. And anyway, it's 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 not cool to slag off other people, but know, you know. But us, you know, journalists want to <laughs> get that clickbait. Yeah, you know, it's worth a shot. Yeah. Um, how does someone like you get into comics? Like, what's the first thing you saw that said, you know, I want to do that? Well, it's it's kind of. I mean, you know, comics were. I learned to read on comics. I learned to read on Batman and and Richie Rich and all that stuff. And I always loved it, but I kind of drifted away from it. And then uh, you you know about Warrior Magazine where Marvel Man. Okay, right. I know a little bit, but I've yeah. never actually experienced Early 1980s, I saw this thing on a rack, and it looked interesting, so I picked it up, and it was this anthology comic, and it had the beginnings of uh, Marvel Man, Miracle Man, and V for Vendetta. So that was the first time I encountered Alan Moore. And, the, and like most people, when you read Alan Moore, you just go, wow, this is good. You know? And it was like, oh, you can do this. You can take it to a whole other level. And it was the first time I'd seen anybody do that. So that was something that appealed to me you know as a fan as a reader um and it wasn't until a long time later i ended up becoming a journalist and getting to know neil and alan and all the rest of it through interviewing them and it was one of those things of uh, that led into me into becoming a comics editor and you know when that came to an end i thought well actually maybe i could do this so you know so it was all very kind of organic and slow process it wasn't a plan, you know. Was, I ended up here by accident. <laughs> Did um, being an editor first help uh, your actual writing in comics? It didn't, it didn't. Uh, I mean, I'd, it was one of those things where, you know, I'd read dozens or hundreds of scripts, but, you know, reading a script and writing one are two different things. And it wasn't... I, I worked on this... Um, charity comic in England um, for Comic Relief, which is a big charity thing there, which had, uh, you know, dozens and dozens of comic creators, writers and artists involved in it, and I was one of the editors alongside Neil Gaiman. So we worked on the script together, and, you know, so we were literally sitting at a computer keyboard while he was typing, and I was going, oh, so that's how it's done. And that kind of took away the fear and made it possible for me to have a go myself. Have you watched the Preacher TV show? I haven't seen it yet, but, you know, it's, uh, I hear good things about it. Okay. Well, everyone, that's uh, Mr. Peter Hogan. Thank you. Thank you.
it's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsoneBay.com. Can never have Superman's baby. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to call this in the sixth grade, but oh no, he wanted to play Little Green instead. Aquaman's a hero! Let's see what's better than that one looks like. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! Listen to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Game Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, guess what? You should stick with us, because we're going to help you take it up a notch. To my left, well, you have the usual suspects in the building, I should say. To my left, he is a riddle inside of an enigma, trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin. Jay. Hey, what's up? <laughs> there it is. A little, little bit of suspense for you. Like, is he going to speak? Will he speak? Will he not? Is he truly that silent of an assassin? Now you know. Across from me, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh and vulnerable brawler, and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Justin.fu. <laughs> Classic material <laughs> On Skype He is our resident Dark Knight detective He is next to line for the cowl He is Dropped From the call <laughs> Yes He is Oz It's okay, he'll be back I believe it uh, As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young Sometimes they call me Mayor, sometimes they call me Mister um, sometimes I miss Comic-Con, but guess what? The rest of the forum was there, and we're going to be talking to you guys. No, they weren't. Okay, I'm sorry. Half of the forum was there, <laughs> and we're going to be talking to you guys about San Diego Comic-Con International 2016, our wrap-up. If you were there, feel free to call in, too. Tell us about your experience. We're going to talk about Moses Magnum. We're going to talk about Oscorp's experience. And, uh, you know, obviously, we get to play the part of uh, asking questions. We get to find out what they were doing, how they were doing it, what they saw that didn't get reported to all games or other news outlets. So, 
It's going to be a great show. Um, if you want to participate, uh, we'll tell you how to do that in just a moment. But before we go any further, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you guys, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Uh, you heard you heard Jeffrey talk about all the amazing deals you can get there just a moment ago, but uh, you know. If you want to give him a call, you can do that at 310-538-3198. Do it. They're open. They're open. Um, if you want to get down on Fantastic Forum, you can jump on Skype. Uh, give us a call. You go ahead and put Fantastic Forum in your contacts at the green button, and you'll be the fifth member. The fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Because Oz, you're on the line now. Yes, no? Oz? <laughs> Did you say C? Maybe, maybe that's okay. It's all, it's all right. We, we, we do a little bit of bilingual here on Fantastic Forum, just a little bit. That's close. <laughs> uh, also, if you want to get down in the chat room, you can do that. Chat.allgames.com or allgames.com/chat, uh, where we'll take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into, uh, into the show, such as. Uh, Hecht, who says uh, you can get an Xbox One S from HTTP Hecht.rocks and Billy OK, who says fuck that. Damn, Billy OK. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Billy OK. That's not OK. I don't know why it's got to be all that, but OK, Billy OK. <laughs> Billy O'Keefe the messed around and took a few whiskey shots and was like, F that. You know what heck? I don't know what your color is, but I'm not a part of it. No. So, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Um, also, Tiger Claws in chat saying, what's up, Fantastic Forum? How about that Justice League trailer? Are you sold? I was sold the minute I saw the flash. You were sold the minute somebody just said Justice League trailer. I know. <laughs> like, it could have been like, DC's new Justice League trailer movie, or Justice League movie, DC, DC Entertainment, and it could have been, like, old clips from, like, the first, like, four episodes of, like, the Justice League cartoon and time. Like, they could have just edited scenes from the like, Batman serials and the Superman. <laughs> like, the fat Christopher, not Christopher, George Reeve. Ben, ben Affleck's doing a great job as Batman. And it's like, that's a cartoon, Tiger Claw. Exactly. Those first good. three episodes of Justice League were pretty good. They are. They are. They are. Uh, look, I'm no cyborg, though. Jay, that's not what the movie is. <laughs> Jay, you, you saw the trailer. I know I've seen the trailer. Uh, Mo, Oz, what, what, did you guys see that trailer at Comic-Con, or did you see it like away from Comic-Con later in the day or whatnot? We were at Comic Con when we watched it. Got you. I'm saying, like, uh, you guys did you, or at least you did Hall H. One of the we days, both right? did. You guys both did. Yeah, Hall H? we just we just went for one panel though. You went to Hall H for one panel. That's it. Yeah. How long did it take you to get in? Nothing. We had reserved seating. Oh, awesome! Every time Oz and I go together, we get reserved studio seating at Hall H. That's for what? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, for Joss Whedon, just Joss Whedon sitting on a chair. Yeah, and then having people just ask him questions. Right. But yeah. So, so, but you didn't, you didn't stay for anything after that. No. 
Well, we had the interview with Peter Hogan like uh, immediately after, uh, and that I didn't want to miss. Yeah. I actually I missed the other ones just for other stuff, because it turns out stuff's further away now when you're playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> oh <So> no! <laughs> that, that's not that's not what I was no. um, Some of our interviews were taken by the talent was taken by DC, yeah, and not returned, mm-hmm. and others. Uh, back to the Justice League. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then we'll, let's start there because we'll, we'll we'll get to that stuff too. Like, what do you think of the ju- what you guys think of the Justice League trailer? Uh, wh- why don't you go ahead, Mo? You were talking. I mean, I, it looks like a piece of shit to me. Yeah, it looks uh, not excited at all. Not excited. I mean, that that Flash suit looks like he can't run in it. <laughs> um, uh, Aquaman, they gave him blonde highlights to kind of <laughs> make him look like a uh, Aquaman. But I, I'm not even. What's going to happen to your hair when Glenn Yeah, but it looks weird when a dude that looks Filipino has it. It just looks orange. <laughs> and you know his shirt's supposed to be orange, and that wasn't orange. Right. So and his hair, his hair was instead. But yeah, it just doesn't look. And then you know, Nick Fury Wayne is not like something I'm into. <laughs> you know, you know, like the idea of Batman assembling a team. It feels anti-Batman-ish in a way. I mean, he kind of did that in the Justice League cartoon a little bit because he's, you know, part of at least the founding people. He did it in Batman. He just showed up in a cowl and he just, he was Batman. Like, I don't need him in a suit visiting some junkie's apartment. I hear you. Yeah. Like, it does kind of feel like he's not that keen on protecting his identity. Which, you know... Right. I mean, it's one thing if you're Nick Fury. What do you expect from that shit universe anyway? You know, like, <laughs> I don't have, like. <laughs> He's already killing folks. He might as well not. I, well, I expect just not to like it. <laughs> like, that's, that's the expectation now. So, it could either, I mean, I saw more of Suicide Squad stuff. Mm-hmm. My opinion is kind of shifting in like, terms of how I feel about how I'm going to feel about it. You think you'll like it more or less? I, I think I'm going to like it a little more. There's things I still don't like. Yeah, like of course. We actually There's saw... That whole Joker. <laughs> well, if you see the actual costume at Comic-Con, uh-huh. like he's wearing Batman leggings under some, like, boxer, Batman boxer shorts. That's... With some Converse. That's not good. It's not. Yeah, it's no good. And then <laughs> the whole thing is, like, the, everybody's trying... Joker's you know, a fan. We also... Oz, Oz saw this, too, where we saw... Um, a Batman suit, or well, the Batman suit that, uh, or a Robin suit that uh, we see in the movie, <laughs> like we saw Hot Toys of that suit with someone in it. Okay. And it was the Joker. What? Right. So, Oz brought up the point where they're thinking, you know, Jason Todd became the Joker, and it's like, if I want a Joker that's not the Joker, Joker, like some carbon copy, like I want to see the creeper. I don't want to see Jason Todd Joker. I, but you know, it might just be him wearing the suit, right? Like to like. I mean, they were matching it with bullet holes because of the holes they had in the suit and the scars that the Joker has in the screaming picture that was April Fool's joke, but wasn't. They oh. got like the same scars where the wounds and shit is. Jeez. 
Jeez. I mean, we had a whole conversation about it over there, which he should have been there, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, as far as that, that Justice League trailer, like, it's, like, there's nothing about it that makes me want to. I mean, the fact, the fact that Tiger Claw chose to bring that up as opposed to a new Doctor Strange trailer, <laughs> it says a lot about it. That Doctor Strange trailer is the truth. Dude, why didn't you tell me to look at that? I forgot. Same movie. Same movie. Like, they all hung up on this Justin Egg shit that's not even good. No. I will say, I did like the battle rank part. Oh, well, yeah, but that's, I mean, that's classic. Sh- that, look, that's, that's probably the only thing that feels like the comics <laughs> in that whole movie. Okay, wait. So, so before we get too far off of the, uh, away from Justice League, Tyler Claus in chat. He says, I like the tone of the Justice League trailer. Uh, it didn't it didn't feel gritty or dark. It had a much lighter tone uh, with some humor. Oscar. Oscar, what do you think of the Justice League trailer? Oscar, are you there? Can you hear us? We don't hear you. Okay. Caller, you are the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to talk about. I am Hector. I'm calling from Superman's whack-ass Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about... Hey, I finally saw Batman Superman. Batman v Superman? Yeah. Oh. Ultimate edition or, or regular... <laughs> I saw the regular one because the like, kid wouldn't let me borrow the ultimate cut. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. <laughs> All right. He was like, fuck you. I saw the regular one already. Now you can see it. I was like... <laughs> I was like, okay, you ain't got cuss. Indeed, indeed. I'm your elder, I'll smack you. That's fair. So, so I watched it, and um, I liked it. It wasn't as bad as everybody said it was. And I kind of I kind of understand where it's going. No. My only problem, my only problem, biggest problem, uh, what's up with Lex Luthor knowing everybody? No. I think they explained that in the Ultimate Edition. That's not okay. that's not even the biggest problem. Like Lex Lex Luthor, it, like he doesn't yeah. know everybody. He knows. No, he if you pay attention to the movie, he knows Superman and who he is. Which I can I can I can accept that because he's walking around for like years without glasses, so yeah, and, whatever. And he doesn't do a good job of protecting his identity either. But you can forgive Superman for that if you want. Yeah. I'll, 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 I, I can accept that. But how does he know who, how, how does he know Batman? How does he know who he is? No, they, they answered that in the... Okay, uh, if they answer it, I'll, I'll reserve complete hate until I see the ultimate cut. There's no, like, if you're doing Batman right, Lex Luthor does not find out who Batman is. Well, if you do it right, I mean, if they were doing things right, the movie wouldn't be the way it is. Exactly. Right. Right. No, I I think there are ways you could do it. No, there's not, because Batman's smarter than Lex Luthor. Yeah. Yeah, If you give them who they are, if you give them the character that they are, Lex Luthor does not know that Bruce Wayne is Batman. But, heck, with all due respects, hecked. <laughs> like, maybe, are you going to break my heart, too? No, it, it, these excuses you're making, like, if, 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 like, we want to like the movie. Like, yeah, that's true. All these ifs, it's like, oh, we have to... 
I don't know. I, maybe, I don't know. My nerd rage kind of clouded well, I, I mean, you're looking at it, right? Like, you know, it's Okay. I like it because it's Batman versus Superman, except for the fact that it's not really Batman nor Superman nor Lex Luthor nor Doomsday nor, you know, like, it's like, but you don't like it. Well, I mean, if you go to that point, then it's basically the same as Godzilla 1998. I, I mean, I feel where you're coming from with that, but I think the difference is we get a lot of Godzilla that's Godzilla. You know what I'm saying? Like, most Godzilla. It's one, it's one thing if they were like, okay, well, this is the, you know, the, the 16th time that we're putting Batman and, and Superman on the screen together. So let's try a different take because they've seen the traditional already. But that's not what happened here. This is the yeah, first time. Yeah, but when, when you talk about it like that. Like, together in a movie in, in, that's a live-action movie, so. But, but, like, but when you talk about it like that, how many movies have there been of Batman? No, but, but that's, it doesn't matter how many movies there have been of Batman. No, 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 hear me out. How many have there been? Uh, there's like, been like, what, seven? Eight? Oh, no, more than that. Like, it's probably like at least like 11. The Nolan versus three, the Burton versus four. No, no, oh, oh, Burton, okay, got you. Um, and then Mask of the Phantasm. Mask no, we're not, count, we're not counting cartoon because cartoon is pretty cool. movies. Okay, so then there's what? The, uh... The original TV sh- sh- uh, show had a movie. Right. Okay, so we got 66. So like eight. We got four, four with Burton and Schumacher. We got three from Nolan. There's never been an accurate representation of Batman on the screen. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's never been one that's like, and like exactly like the comic, but definitely a lot of them have come closer. I mean. Batman 89 is closer to Batman than than the guy. Yeah, but Batman 89 still kills a bunch of people. I don't think so. I think he hurts yeah. him too bad. No, he kills. Uh, maybe uh, There's one or two for sure in the 89 movie. In Batman Returns, he straight out. Is it one or two? Yeah. Between one and two, there's death. I mean, let's put it like this. People die in that movie. I don't know if Batman's trying to kill him. Maybe it does happen. But Batman is killing people indiscriminately in this movie. Let's do that. I looked at guys. And okay. uh, keep in mind, all I saw was the original, the, not the ultimate cut. No, all, we saw was, well, all I've seen is the original, too. I guess, Joe, you've seen Ultimate. No, I heard about oh, it. Oh, okay, then. Maybe Oz has if he can. He has it. Oh, he has it? He, he really watched, like, the first half of it. Oh, okay. And didn't watch any of the... There's a little, he says there's a little extra shit that makes some sense, but if it basically he says from what he saw, it fills in plot holes. So it technically makes it a better movie structurally, uh-huh. not Batman versus Superman better. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Gotcha. That's so, what he but, but okay, Jay, what were you going to say? You, you, you look like you were getting ready to say something in regards to... Uh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to put you on the spot. Look, you look like you want to say something in regards to the Justice League, uh, or either Justice League trailer or Batman v Superman. Um, no, I, I already said my part about the trailer, the Justice League, which I, I like the battering scene. Oh, gotcha. Um, I, I don't know if I 100% agree with Mo about the. Uh, Bruce Fury, but uh, oh no! You know what it was? It was about 
Lex Luthor being able to figure out Batman's identity. That's what you were going to oh. tell him about. Yeah, like, he could do it. There are a lot of people, like, and I'm going, like, comic-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, there are a ton of people who know who Batman is. Some figure it out easier than others. But I feel like in the comics, if Lex Luthor wanted to find out who he was, he could. No, but really, though, there are a ton of people that know who Batman is. The reality is that most of those people are Batman, or are people that Batman allow to find out who he is, except for like one or two of them, right? Lex Luthor did um, find out Batman's identity in the comics. When? It was when he was trying to join the Justice League. He goes up to Bruce Wayne and just keep, every issue keeps trying to get him to admit he's Batman. Oh, well, yeah, that did happen in whatchamacallit recently in... That that's I guess that's not that's not that's uh in the newest thing that just came out right in no before conversions oh okay yeah, yeah still yeah. that's new fifty two <laughs> like, oh, oh that's not comics I'm not sure no, it, it counts but you know the thing about that because I was gonna say the same thing but yeah. it's kind of dumb to say it like that. Well, but it kind of, it's kind but, of true, though, because uh, New 52... I'm sorry, New 52 isn't like the comics, my bad. No, it's not that it's not like the comics. <laughs> it's that New 52 just, like, things just happen in New 52, though. Like, well, it's a thing that they just happen, they just happen differently. I, I guess I, I, they just happen. What I, what I was going to say instead of making the argument that New 52, because it's like, whether I like it or not, it's comics. It is comics. But it's like, you said that he kept egging him you know, trying to get him to admit he's Batman. Did he actually succeed in getting him to admit he's Batman? Nah. So he... That's not him really knowing, right? I mean, it's him speculating. A strong speculation. Right, right. I mean... It's like a fat guy's gut instinct. And I really do feel that, you know, that's a different version, too, where it's like, this is a Lex Luthor that's actually a part of the Justice League that's in the tower... You know what I'm saying? It's like, not President Luther. It's not like it's not like it's not bad guy, bad guy Lex Luthor. It's like Magneto Lex Luthor. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, <laughs> it's like you know if you let Lex Luthor into the friggin' the friggin' uh, damn it, what's the name of the satellite? The Watchtower. The Watchtower. Like I don't know why I couldn't think of that all of a sudden. If you let Lex Luthor into the Watchtower or give him some access to it, because I'm sure he doesn't have unfettered access, but I'm sure he has some access to it. And then he's able to put together from that point that Bruce Wayne and Batman are the same guy. That's not the same as Lex Luthor figuring it out like how Tim Drake did. You know what I mean? Wait, I think think he might have actually confirmed it when they killed Grayson. That might be true. I I don't remember that... That the, all those books. Like you're not even sure if you're. Wait, this wasn't that when uh, forever, forever. I like how he from. He did find out. To, he tried to get him to admit. To I think he found out. <laughs> like, hey, all, all I'm saying is that you know, it, like it's not that Lex Luthor is not smart enough. Because he's really smart. He has a lot of resources. Whatever, Mo. You went from it's not like the comics to I don't like those comics. No, I, I actually didn't go. <laughs> all, all, all he said was he can't say that they're not comics because they are. Yeah, that's like I started off by saying they are comics. Right. Okay, but beyond all that, we're we're, we're discussing Lex Luthor in the movie, and like, we're at a point where Batman's been working for how long? 
Who knows? Like twenty years. Yeah, something like that. Okay, Batman's been working for twenty years, and it, like Lex Luthor barely looks like he's twenty-five or something. So I don't, I don't, I don't see how young ass Lex Luthor can figure out who Batman is. But that's because you're not a genius. It's because Lex Luthor's in the information age, and that Batman only has one email address. He must have found Batman, a.k.a. Bruce Wayne, on Google+. Plus. Exactly. Nah, he just, he just looked through old Gotham users of AIM. Like, <laughs> Bat- Batman's LinkedIn isn't as secure as you would think. That's like I feel like Lex Luthor alone is enough reason but, for this like okay. this movie. Like I, I really do. Like I feel like if everything else was the way it was supposed to be and Lex Luthor was still like that, you would just be like, I mean, because his character is so strange and so not like any version of Lex Luthor that we've ever seen before to the point where it doesn't feel like Lex Luthor. It's like a bad Riddler or a good Joker. And that brings up another point. Lex Luthor never works alone in this movie. Because, like, once it's over, you can see all the stuff, all the little uh, Easter eggs and shit. He, he's just a patsy working for Darkseid or somebody. I hope that's not true. That would be really sad. No, he did not get in contact with, with, uh, with those guys until way after he got the ship running. So he's already had his plan in motion. But, but I think he knows them from before that. I mean, I, 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 mean, I, mean, I haven't seen the ultimate cut, like I said, but I think he knows shit before the beginning of the movie. I think you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you see the ultimate cut. Did you see those? My bad. He could. Oh, Oz, you didn't see. You only watched a small part of the extended cut, right? No, I finished it. I had a pretty big layover. Oh, okay. So, in, in your opinion, after watching the extended cut, is it a better version? Oh, oh, wait, I'm sorry, wait, you know what? The question I'm going to ask you is, is it a better version of the movie? But I apologize, because I, I do want to just say real quick, uh, caller, tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Tiger Claw? Claw? There you go. Yeah, I saw the Justice League trailer, and I was so honored the minute I saw The Flash. I like this version of The Flash. Uh, although he may not be just like the other Flash from the TV show, but I like the banter between Bruce Wayne and Barry Allen gotcha. from that one scene. Gotcha. And, and Tiger Claw, I appreciate your patience. You were you were quiet. Tiger Claw's been on the phone for like yeah. 10 minutes. He's still not talking about t- Comic-Con. And, and, we didn't, and we didn't even know. So I, I, I apologize for derailing the show. No, 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 no. It's, it's good. I, we're like, we... It's okay, because Batman v Superman definitely leads into Justice League anyway, which is, and I'll tell you another problem I have, but the question I want you to answer, Oz, once again, is the extended version a better version of the movie? Yes. Is it, a, is it much better, or just a little bit better? It's, uh, it's funny, because I had this conversation with Mo's sister. It, it's better, it fills in a lot of plot holes, but okay. if you hated the movie, it's not gonna make you love it. Got you. Got you. I'm not apologizing. I'm not apologizing to Snyder, but you know what? I'm not throwing rocks at him either. Got you. No, no, and I mean it. It can. I mean, it can be. It can be both. Like you can totally say 
hey, you know what? He made a better version of this movie that they chose not to release theatrically and give him his props that way. But you can to totally at the same time say the vision overall of this of, of, his, of these versions or of these characters is not something that you're on board with necessarily. So, so here's the I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if uh, with Justice League coming out, I wonder if Warner Bros. gonna um, you know let him have final say on on the cut of this movie. If they if they did if they did they, they, they make a three hour Justice League movie, I'm still okay with that. <laughs> Wait. So here's the other thing with Justice League though. There's no Superman in it. Or at least not in no, the no, trailer. No, no, no. There's no Superman in the trailer. There's no, wait, no, no. There's no Superman in the trailer. Now, that will lead, that leads to the, the idea, because I, like, I don't believe for a second that Warner Brothers and friggin' DC Entertainment is stupid enough to make uh, a Just League movie without Superman in it. I mean, come on, you saw the end of that. I think Superman will show up in the third act. No, but here's the thing. I mean, so, so now we're and I wonder who was gonna ask Batman is he with you? I thought he was with you. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so here's the thing though. So that means that the Justice League movie is gonna have to take time to be like the return of Superman, like like him coming back from the dead. It's a funeral for somehow very badly did the death of Superman and Batman and Dark Knight Returns in Batman v Superman. It's gonna be we're gonna somehow do. I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do, but they're gonna do it. Like this is what I'm saying. I, like what's gonna happen? A, a, am I crazy for thinking like it's such a bad idea for like? Yes. For for them to put all of this stuff together in one thing, like, well, you know, they, they mastered the art of cramming shit into a movie with, you know, Batman vs Superman. Right. Sure, they did. I mean, so what they did, I like how they did it. I don't like the characters, but I like the story. <laughs> well, well, uh, okay. I, it's fucked up, but that's how I feel about the movie. Oh, hey, and you are entitled to those feelings. <laughs> you know, like, I don't, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I guess it's just hard for me to understand, like. But, like, Lex Luthor's plan, when he explains it, it's a great plan. But the character is such a shitball it's that, a great you know, plan. if it was Lex Luthor how we think he should be, it would be an awesome Lex Luthor. With no, a great plan. It's not a great plan. Like, his plan is a crazy, ridiculous plan, and that's why it felt like a Joker plan. Like, there's no... There, it, yeah, because Joker plans end up with everybody smiling. Say what? You know Joker plans where he does, where he gasses them or something, and they end up with a sick smile? Yeah. That, that's how, that's a Joker plan. Like, they end up with people mutilated. No, but here's the thing. Like, if you know who Batman is, and you know who Superman is... That comes is, from the cartoons. And you're like... I wanna. I want them to like both be destroyed. You don't have to pit them against each other, especially like like kidnapping kidnapping Superman's mom is a gamble, and it doesn't make like why wouldn't Superman just spend his time? Wait, wait, wait what's your name? <laughs> Martha. What do you say? I mean, what do you mean? Wait, but I'm saying it's like. Like, why would Superman go fight his mom as opposed to go fight Batman? Like, the Superman that we know wouldn't even think about fighting Batman. He would just be like, I'm not going to do it because 
What am I? You, you, you know why? Because Superman was too lazy to look around for her. I'm your assassin lapdog? Could you snatch my mom? Like, all of a sudden, my morals out the window because it's mom? Like, that's not Superman. Like, Superman's not going to just be like, hey, man, I, I don't want to hurt you, but I have to because, you know, he took mom. So, and, 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 like, with that, why wouldn't we just figure it out? Just when he to Batman, why didn't he just say, hey, kill him. Uh, Luther has my mom. Let's go fuck him up. That's dramatic nonsense. I yeah, it, it, it's, it's not a good plan. dramatic nonsense because it makes no sense. But the fact is, he went to Batman to talk. But or Batman wasn't interested. No, he he should have talked instead of being dramatic about it. Look, you, you gotta hold on, cause and then he gets hit in the face. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I guess I guess going back to the Justice League trailer, it's like the Justice League trailer definitely feels like more of the same in regards to what's been happening with DC's extended universe, where it's like, yes, there's some things in it that look really cool. Like, man, Jason Momoa looks awesome. I wonder what character he's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because he does He's going to be Roman Reigns. He's going to be Yeah, I love that little scene with him going, I heard you like talking to, f- I heard you can talk to fish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, he, he doesn't look awesome? Yeah. Yeah, he does look awesome. What's he, what, what's, he, what's he look like? I mean, he looks like Jason Momoa. I mean... So you say Jason Momoa... Although, you, you don't see him with the Trident and the Aquaman suit, I mean, but... Just looking about awesome. him, like, looking at him in the, in the trailer, there's nothing to me about him that makes me care who his character is, or... He's just kind of there, I'm and not, he looks... Yeah, he looks like Aquaman. He looks like Aquaman. Well, no, I'm not... I'm not nobody, nobody cares. I'm not saying that, you know... He looks out of place. But, see, I don't know. I guess the scenes in the trailer that he was in are cool-looking scenes to me. They don't look like Aquaman scenes, you know, because he doesn't look like Aquaman at all. He just said everything about these DC movies. They look cool, but they don't look like the right people. I don't, I don't see. I don't think you can say they look cool across the board. Because this, I think the, the only scene, the only scene in the trailer that looked the most Aquaman-ish, at least, was when you see him being surrounded, getting pounded by a water. No, I disagree. That looks like a scene out of a free will or something. Yeah, it's like it's just not. It's, yeah, just because you're around water doesn't make you look like Aquaman. I mean, look, yeah, Jason Momoa doesn't look like he, Aquaman. He, he he comes across much more Namor, honestly. Than Aquaman, and and is like you know, I'm not. It's not who I would cast for. Well, they are. Either. I mean, they they are ripping off Marvel, like. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of odd. They are. <laughs> I mean, that's the problem. It's a rip off. It's like those like, you know, you it's have off. You have what you call it. Not even. You have Thor in the theater, Marvel's Thor, and then you have a movie where a guy is Thor, the god, the Norse god, right, on net straight to Netflix, right. You know, he actually reminds me of like Thor from the Ultimates, like that Who first um, Jason Momoa in the trailer, mm. like that first arc when you don't know if he's a god or not. He's yeah. just kind of this homeless hippie. Yeah, like that's who he looks like. Okay, no, I, I definitely can see where you get that vibe from. I think they should scrap everything and start doing Super Friends movies. Dude, let's shift gears a little bit though. How do you guys feel about the Wonder Woman trailer? That looked good. The Wonder Woman trailer was amazing. Hell yeah. You know, they got the Captain America movie with boobs. 
Right. No, really though, it it definitely does has that feel like it's like what they did with Captain America. I mean, obviously the it, it parallels because it, it's in a period of war. They just do World War One instead of World War Two. But it definitely. I mean, and I, of course, I guess there's a lot of shots of her with the shield. Yeah. So maybe that's another thing that makes it. Parallel. The thing is, we only look. We just said they're trying to copy Marvel, not doing it right. Now they're doing it right. Right. All they have to do is right. And it, honestly, it's a big, to me, it's a bigger thing for uh, a, a bigger thing than just the World War One movie thing. I think it's it's making. The, the process of doing this movie as a period piece and then have her disappear at the end of it mm-hmm. and because she you know she's been gone it's right. kind of like putting Steve Rogers on ice right and it's kind of g- making her a little more interesting mm-hmm. than the comics have done uh, you know I read an article a while ago talking about why she couldn't be successful in comics mm-hmm. and part of it was because she didn't have that frozen and ice thing that brought her into a new era mm-hmm. of heroes and uh-huh. stuff. I'll That's be it. honest, I found the trailer very underwhelming. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. That's that's interesting, because I don't know. I mean, I guess, unlike some of the other uh, DC movies, this movie felt like it was actually about the character that it says it's going to be about. Like, it felt like Wonder Woman. Understand that Wonder Woman definitely might be a little less defined than a Superman or a Batman, but maybe not, though. Also, like, I feel like there's some core attributes. She has a British accent in that movie. Does she? Yeah, yeah. I like how all the trailer also reveals that she is Zeus' father and stuff. She is Zeus' father? father? I believe it. I mean, she, I mean, she is the daughter of Zeus, I meant. Well, that's not what it says. Yeah, that's not what it says in the trailer. No, she said the Zeus breathed life into her, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but she does have a British accent, which I didn't like. Okay, I didn't notice that. I didn't realize her accent was British, and I didn't like her accent though. (laughs) No. Isn't that the same accent from the movie? No. In the movie, she's got more of a Mediterranean. Maybe the Middle Eastern okay. toy. Maybe she was. Maybe she sounded British back in World War One, but then her accent changed. Probably I don't know, a thousand years. <laughs> yeah, a thousand, thousand years from World War One. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, well, I, don't know, know, I don't know how old she is. No, but it's, she's, she's a thousand years old. The last time you saw her, actually, I think she is supposed to be like about a few thousand years old in this movie. It was 2016, Tyler. <laughs> World War One wasn't even well. I guess technically it's a hundred years, huh? Uh, no, I'm saying it's, it's, it's almost it's exactly hundred years, which which can happen. Yeah, it's a hundred years. Um, so as a Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I got to give props to Gal Gadot because I know when they cast her, I was like, I'm not sure that chick can act. Like, she very well might be the weakest part of the whole DC cinematic universe. And she's seems like she's going to be one of the strongest, honestly, which is sad, considering, like, the, the pedigree. Well, of why can't people. the women be the strongest, man? Well, it, it's not that she can't be. sad. No, well, you know, it's... it's you, you're really telling them yourself, man. No, no, see, it's, it's only, it's only, I'm only yeah, saying Yeah, I that. think so, too. I think Lawrence is hugely <laughs> anti-female. 
as you do it's like what does that mean not as much as I do well you're saying that they should get the credit because they were like I was like, should get the credit for first because they're not like, first 
But Marvel is like you can say like you can say anything. What do you mean? I can say? Well, yeah. Oh, you mean, but you then, mean they could they could say it and not do it. Right. But but they're gonna do it. But DC, well DC is doing it. Well, they could. Yeah. Marvel could do it. But they fast tracked it. They might. first. Well, that's okay. I'm look. I'm not saying that it's not okay. What I'm saying is, it's not like they had the vision to have a female-led film. They did it reactionary, and they're trying to put it out first, and that's okay. Some of the best actions are reactions. Well, it, it doesn't matter whether that's the best actions or not. What I'm saying is, you can't <laughs> give them credit for having vi- a vision of a female-led film as if they were the ones that came up with the idea themselves. They didn't. And that's all I'm saying. So it was like, you know, Marvel had a plan, and they were like, this is when it's coming out. They, they put it out, they put out the year, and they're like, this is when it's happening. DC's like, oh. Wait, they don't have vision, they just get shit done. Okay. Who, who doesn't have vision, they just get shit done? You're saying DC doesn't have vision, they just get shit done. I'm saying DC doesn't have, doesn't have vision. They just get shit done. I don't know that they just get shit done. I mean, they get, I mean they're they're done. They, so they, they got done. shit done. But, but I said, I mean, they got the female-led superhero film. But the movie's not done yet. The trailer's done. The trailer's not a movie. Same you just said. The trailers. We haven't seen any trailers from Marvel. We haven't seen Captain Marvel? Yeah. The movie that's coming out in 2018? Yeah, I haven't seen the trailer. Have you? Yeah, right, but why do you need to see that trailer? Like, can, can they do the movies they're doing right now first? It's like this, this is where Vision comes in. They have a plan. They're following their plan. It doesn't matter what you want to see right now. Uh, I mean, DC has a plan, plan too. I'm not going to be letting DC go out. Getting shit done. All right, they've shown us that they're getting shit done. They released a trailer. Marvel hasn't shown us they're wait, getting wait. shit done. Listen, if you want to talk about people getting stuff done, it's like, look at what DC has given you so far. No, no, no. That's all they've done. We're not talking they about... They've done a Wonder Woman movie yet. They've done a Wonder Woman trailer. That's not a movie. But it's it's, some, it's more than we've gotten from Marvel. Well, Marvel's never going to make a Wonder Woman trailer. Because they don't own that character. <laughs> Are, Are you they going to make a Wonder Woman trailer? It's more, that, it's more like a, as far as lead, leading females? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay, because Marvel made a whole TV show with a female lead. Oh, are we talking about TV shows? Well, 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 hey, I'm just saying, I'm sorry. if you want to talk about female-led stuff, they're going to do a movie, too. Oh, I thought we were talking about movies. They're My do, bad. They're doing hey. a movie, too? No, no, no. Can, no. can they do it when they're ready? Hey, I thought we were talking about movies. If we're talking hey. about TV shows, that's a completely different point. Yeah. But, but the movie's no, coming. Well, maybe it is. I mean, if we're talking TV, yeah. look, Lois and Clark, come on. Wonder Woman had her own show like the 70s. That's true. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think that was Warner Brothers, though. Right, so that, that's all I'm saying. I thought we were talking movies. If we're talking, we're talking t- movies. Well, you just said TV shows. Okay, we're talking <laughs> movies. Okay, <laughs> well, if, if, we're talking Warner Brothers, if we're talking female-driven movies by Marvel Studios and Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers has shown us more the Marvel has. Right. That's all I'm saying. Okay. We've seen more from Marvel. They're getting shit done. They've <laughs> done more than Marvel. Technically, Oz's point about iZombie is wrong, though. Why? Because they don't essentially make iZombie. They just use the license of a name. That's true. And create a whole different genre of story. Right. Geared to women, not a mass, you know, mm-hmm. audience. Which, for all we know, driven. that's all we're discussing but, but for right all, now. For all we know, that might be the same case with Wonder Woman, 
which is not an unfair point to make based on what we've seen from DC's extended universe to this point, even though I do feel the trailer doesn't reflect that. The trailer looks amazing. I think it's going to be a, a great Wonder Woman movie, and I'm excited for it. That's like, you know, but we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll watch it. I hope it's good. Uh, Moses, Oz, what did you guys see at Comic-Con that impressed you? How about Oz? Why don't you tell me, look, before, before your phone decides to act up, tell me about some of the things that, that you saw or you participated in at Comic-Con that got you excited. Actually, I was a little bit disappointed. Not as much cosplay as I'm used to. As you're used to from Comic-Con? Yeah. I, I mean, it's been getting stronger and stronger, and then I went this year, and I'd say it was pretty close to half of what I normally see. The last Comic-Con you were at was, what, 2014? Two years ago. 2014. Okay, so, so 2014, you felt like, was strong strong cosplay year, but 2016, not so much. Yeah, there's been a, a build-up every year for like the last, I don't know, seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. And then, I just, it just wasn't there this huh. this year. That's interesting. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, I wasn't there, so I don't, you know, I, I don't have a perspective on how many people were cosplaying versus how many were not. Like, Moses, you were there, like, last year and, of course, the year before. Yeah. Like, you feel like there's definitely less, less cosplayers, but also it was the hottest Comic Con ah, we've had in a long time. Yeah, like last year, com- not last year. Uh, last year was actually very mild. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. I do remember. But the year before that, it actually rained yeah. during Comic Con. Yeah, I do remember so that too. It's it, it, Comic Cons usually weren't as hot as normally. Yeah. As, as hot as you would think for you know late uh, July. Was it like yeah. a ninety degrees? It was like man. It was like. I had to take a change of clothes in my backpack. Wow. So I changed, I did like a shirt change. Wow. Like from working the convention with AC, you know. Right. To going outside. That's yeah. crazy. See, and understand, like I do know that a lot of people, like there were like heat advisories and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like people were like, make sure you stay hydrated and all this kind of stuff. Lord knows that we've, we've been experiencing heat. Like, yeah. Uh, like uh uh high heat these last like two three weeks right um i think it's two weeks actually maybe but either way um but i could like that very well might be it because i could totally understand somebody even bringing a costume getting there and saying you know what i don't think i'm gonna do this today so i wonder if that especially how crazy people been getting with their you know thousand dollar yeah uh costumes but there was a lot of i mean i I did see a lot of cosplay, but it was all, you know, the shit you're going to be seeing in the movies, mm. uh, Deadpool. Yeah. Like, the f- if it was half the people we normally see in costume, that half, Deadpool and stuff from the movies, like, nobody really cared about trying to do something cool in the, that, you know. No one else we wouldn't normally see. Right. Yeah. I did see so there were a couple of Pokestops. Yeah, there was a, some. There was a lot of anime, a lot of um, fairy tale stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, fairy tale's cool. Did anybody dress up like that dude from Shokugeki? Uh, sure. I don't. What's what Shokugeki? Food Wars. 
Oh. Nah, I don't. I mean, I know Food Wars. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> How do you know Food Wars? Um, How do I know Food Wars? No, Lawrence. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, friggin' uh, there are a lot of ashes. Uh, yeah, dude. I, I mean, I heard Pokemon was ridiculous this year. Cut to go. Oh yeah, we did. Um, we did. Uh, the pub crawl was, yeah. was kind of crazy. There was a Pokemon Go pub crawl. Yeah, there was a couple in San Diego. Period. Like outside of, of Comic Con, there's really? there's the little areas that have you know a bunch of stops? yeah, and they're bar- or like the parking lot of the bars. So teamed up and offered sale to hang out and go and, and you're playing Pokemon they, Go? They set up a Pokemon gym in, at the con so um, basically I mean what we do we just go to Tivoli right yeah we went to do the Pokemon like they said oh meet it inside the Omni for Brace of the Omni what they meant was in the parking lot across from on the other side of the state not the same thing. yeah it's not the same so we looking at that the hotel lobby waiting to see what's up then a bunch of people like are sitting near us and we're all catching Pokemon and shit and then we're like well let's just then they send out the Facebook thing saying oh it's actually here so we all got up and left together yeah. and became one team with just a bunch of strangers mm-hmm we were going around doing the, it, they did it like bingo, so like a, or, well, they, it was a bingo card, but it was like a, a, with Pokemon on it. Right, but it's, uh, basically the style, the things you have to do have to be in a line, so you don't have to do everything, mm. it's just bingo rules for Got it. Gotcha. Kind of like a scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. And then we did a bunch of them, but because we got there a little late, they didn't give us the wristband for the, the the drink specials, mm-hmm. so we weren't gonna get the drink specials. Oh, that's so we're like the, one of the guys we were with. He's like, I just right, it's so hot because it's one of those really hot things. Let's just go have a beer. I mean, we pretty much all got all this stuff done. We ended up just going to Tivoli and nice. fucking drinking again, and that was it. <laughs> By the way, fuck the army for tricking me. Yeah, they had, they had, uh, <laughs> uh, said, what, what was it called? The coffee? It was like, they make it sound like it's coffee beer uh-huh. on the tap. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was just iced coffee on a nitro tap, so it comes out real cold. Uh-huh. <laughs> there, there's like four taps. Three of them are beer that I know, and so I'm like, oh, let me try this other coffeeed one that I've never had. Dude says nothing, serves it up, gives it to me, I drink it, I'm like, is there any alcohol in this? He's like, nah, it's just coffee. And then he was like that, he's like, oh, it tastes like coffee. He was like, yeah, it's coffee. That's messed up. <laughs> Luckily, he carries a, a little fifth bottle of whiskey in his pocket, so he was able to... Ah, it's not the bartender. No, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> like, but he forgot he had it. Because he and I had been drinking the whole day. Yeah. Because um, it was just him and I going through the convention halls. Nice. Um, we actually, well, that day was weird. That's how that day ended. Um, wait, ah, so you're playing Pokemon Go too? Yes. Wow. Are you playing Pokemon Go, Joe? I don't have a smartphone. Ah, uh, but you would be if you had. Yes. Right. Yeah. Got it. I mean, did you ever? You never played Pokemon, right? I've played it before, but you never like. You don't like it. Like you're not, not like. Not a fan. 
so if you're not, I mean, uh, most of the people playing it aren't fans, yeah. but they're because of their phone and, and yeah. they're already having, they're already walking, looking at their phone and bumping into shit already. Right. It's just now they're everybody's doing it for the same reason. Right, exactly. Just, just um, make, yeah, just make sure that you put the battery saver option in, in the settings because that thing drains the battery like crazy. There you go. A helpful hint for Pyro. Right. Pro tip. So, what are you going to say? Uh, uh, so, yeah, that day, that day started off weird because... Is it Thursday or is this like This is Friday. Oh, uh, uh, well, let's start with Thursday. So, I leave here. First of all, my boss decides to, to leave me in charge of the barbershop while he goes on his church retreat. And I told him, uh, I'm going to Comic-Con. That's my church retreat. So, <laughs> you can't leave me in charge or expect me to be here when you get back. Because when are you leaving? Wednesday night. So I said, all right. He, he's like, well, he goes, oh, but I come back. I don't come back till Friday. And I'm like, well, the, there'll be nobody in charge for two days, you know? Right. And so he just, like, shrugged it off, like, fuck it, whatever. Uh, Wednesday, I ended up not being able to go because the dude that was going to work the night so that I can head out got sick and didn't make it. So I ended up working. It came, it came in handy because I made all the money for the weekend. Word. That night. Because that night, I sent out the mass text to my clients that I'll be out that weekend. And since it's like different track graduation this time. Right, right. It's going to be busy. So they all came Monday through Wednesday. Word. Staying in Wednesday helped a lot. I went. I had to wait till Emily got off of work around 11 or 12 to head down to San Diego. Shit happened. I didn't leave till a little later than I thought. Point is, we had an interview with Fabio Moon and Gabriel Ba and possible Slayer tickets. That night, I was making it on time, you know, and everything. You know, Ray says, you're going to be there at 530, mm-hmm. going at 65 miles an hour. I go at 90. I made it with an extra 45 minutes to spare. And I'm 15 miles away. Then Ray says it's gonna take an hour. It's messed up. Like, that's not how Ways usually works. Well, once you know, it didn't read. It, it read what the traffic was like at the time that I left the house. It didn't read. You know, it rerouted and stuff once I got there because there's yeah. some accident or some shit happened. Right. That it wasn't like normal congestion. Yeah. So it took. Uh, a, it would take normally 20 minutes. It took close to an hour. That sucks. So I missed everything. But Oz didn't have a, a badge. So he couldn't have gone in either. Right. And I needed to get... Comic-Con sent me two mm-hmm. with my name on it. Right. So I went and I told Oz, just tell him they're going to send yours and then we'll take it, we'll take it from there. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to let him in at all. Really? Coming from North Dakota or anything. Dang. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened with the paperwork or whatever, but... They never got any of it. What? So I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, man, that's crazy. I'm looking at you, Larry. Don't worry, me. I'm going to bust it out the puppy dog eyes. Yeah. What, what'd you do? I took off my sunglasses and because I had already told her that I had two, so she took both of mine. She took them both. Why yeah, because she had to verify that they're not a facsimile. Like, uh-huh. both RF chips worked and the well, numbers were the same. Yeah. Like, I had oh, two double. Yeah, I had okay. two double tickets, and I said. That's when I had my sunglasses. I took them off. I said, "Look, I uh, I did the right thing here with your new policy. I could have just given him mine, mm-hmm. 
but I was counting that you guys would, you know, help them out a little bit. But can, in this case, since I decided to run it in, were you, you just going to throw it in the recycling bin anyway? You just let him have it? And then she did. So she gave him your additional pass? Right, but he printed out, he, she rechanged the RF code on the thing and printed out a new thing. Nice. So that was good. Yeah, it worked, worked out. But, yeah, so we missed that interview. Um, the later that day, we just, I mean, we just hung out, going outside to see them. They had, they had South Park again, which is always cool when they have the little town in the middle of San, downtown San Diego. Oh, got you. Yeah, yeah. They had, uh, they had a cool, Stars had a really cool, um, Ash versus Evil Dead exhibition. FX had some cool shit, too. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of stuff to do outside this year. Yeah. Um, I think that kind of contributed to not being as crowded on, on the inside. Oh, okay. There was a lot, for, m- lot more for people to see out there. Uh-huh. But they did change the video game stuff from Artist Alley area mm-hmm. in the back of Artist Alley. Right. And put the Pop Funko booth there. Oh, wow. And that actually ended up having a lot of people going through Artist Alley. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, which was, I just thought it was part of one of the most crowded pl- areas wow, at any given time of the day, at least the, from what I experienced, because I went there a couple times. Um, next day, got up right early, drank my little mini bottle of vodka, you know, the, the six-shot bottle. Uh-huh. Pounded that, pounded monster, ready for my interview with Mr. Rafael Albuquerque. Oh, nice. I got there right while he was finishing up the signing. He didn't get to finish because DC called him to do something like oh, that. Oh, sons of bitches. So the dude was Mike uh, Johnson. Mike uh-huh. Johnson? Mike from uh, 8? Yeah. His writer? Yeah. He finished it alone, but, uh, you know, the American Vampire, the stuff he's been doing on Batgirl now and, yeah. and a lot of DC stuff, he, he's actually, you know, Albuquerque has got a, a, quite a following now, so some people left. <laughs> and followed him over there. The, they told me, you know, yeah, he's over there, but he'll be here. So I waited about a half hour. After a half hour, the girl from that's the new PR. The Dark Horse? At Dark Horse. Not not our contact, but his, I guess his understudy or whatever. Right, right. Um, she said, you know, she told me, you know, he's not going to make it. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's like, yeah, he's just not going to be here. I'm sorry. Um, she said she'll help us get him at the show or something, but I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Um, but they gave us passes to Hall H. Oh, for the Joss Whedon panel. Nice. That was nice of them. Yeah. So we went, to, went outside real quick, get a little bite to eat, refill our drinks. Went to Hall H. And, man, I, I recorded this for our bootleg editions, so hopefully it comes out all right. Did you get to ask Josh Reed any question? I mean, no. Josh <laughs> 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 Reed, like, I've, I've gotten the chance to see, one of, been in one of these Hall Age Weed yeah. And, you know, obviously they're just like, like, I know, like, this year, just like last year, he didn't have anything to promote. Right, same here. He was yeah. just like... I'm here. If you guys want to talk to me, let's talk. Yeah. And, and that's, to me, that's super cool. Like, I love yeah. that Josh Wheaton 
will do that, and I love that his fans are of a caliber where they're like, we don't care what he's doing right. eat from year to yeah, year. Yeah, that panel was packed. We're just, yeah, it's, it's full every year. Yeah. It's like, we just want to talk to him. Right. And that's awesome. And um, he always just shares a lot of, a, drops a lot of jewels. A lot, his, a lot the questions were all uh, pre-screened. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I would, first of all, I don't think there's anything I need to know about Charles Sweden that I need to ask him. Like, no, I mean, I like the process questions. I know. Right, yeah, I, I do, but... Yeah. I mean, that's what I would want to know about Joss Whedon more than anything. But like that's more like... I don't know. I guess from an entertainment... I, I want to just listen to what people come up and say. And, and mm-hmm. you know, they talk about Frey, which is probably the one thing I would want to ask about. But he yeah. said, he, all he said is like, you know, I, I, I would like to talk to somebody to do it. Kind of like how people oversee his Buffyverse and, and Serenity stuff at Dark Horse. And he's like... I'd have to get somebody that I trust to oversee that. Mm-hmm. She is a character I really like, and I would like to revisit that. But right now, nothing. Not that's, what, that's that's honestly the only question I would ask would be about Frey. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, they have some bunch of stuff, some Avengers stuff. Like, um, some lady liked a piano concerto that they used in Avengers, and you know. Basically sucked his cock for <laughs> choosing that music, and then he said, "No, no, no, don't suck my cock for that," because it, it turned out it was like five different people that worked on the music for Avengers: Age of Ultron mm-hmm. because they had a bunch of issues. I, he- I heard he would return to Marvel to direct a Black Widow movie if they let him. Uh, I mean, I would love to see Joss Whedon do that. That could be fine. That, that, there's better people to do it. You think like, so? I don't think he's... Just because he made strong female characters, I don't think they need him to do it. I, mean, I don't yeah, think he really wants... No, but the thing is, I don't think he really, like... I think the process of Avengers kind of left him burnt out on superhero stuff, period. I hear you. Because it's like... He basically... He, he spoke to something that I've been saying all the time, but, you know... I, I don't know. Maybe it sounds different when he says it. Is right. that... A lot of these movies that they're making, these superhero movies, are following the lead of movies that are for fucking morons. And that's why we're not getting, like, really good stuff, because they're going for the lowest common denominator. There's nothing real deep. Now, that's not 100% true of every comic book movie, but they're not making, you know, 100 bullets the movie. They're not making, you know, Sandman like that. Basically like, more, more they're making with comic books. They're movies. trying to make, yeah, they're, they're making pure, like, blockbusters. Which is fine, like, some of these, some of these comic book movies should be that. I mean, and some shouldn't. I feel like, you know? I, I, I'm sure, like, someone has pitched 100 Bullets as a movie already. I'm sure. No, nobody's saying, let's do it. But, but that's a good vision. But it doesn't make any sense that, like, 100 Bullets should be in the camp of like a road to perdition where yeah. like yeah we made it and it, it, we not even like a hateful eight as a comic book lady but we made it because it, it was awesome like hateful eight it would be in that, in that yeah like yeah. road to perdition i think is more in, in the godfather like people can't believe that that's like that's more highbrow well but here's the thing though i mean uh uh a hundred bullets like the tone of a hundred bullets and Road to Perdition are definitely completely different, and you're right. right. Like, 100 Bullets isn't as highbrow, uh, or is it even, you know what? Here's the thing. Highbrow is not the right word. 
is that 100 Bullets doesn't take itself as seriously as Road to Perdition does. Right. But there's a lot of underlying themes in 100 Bullets that make it, that elevate it to a level that's beyond what most people think of as a conventional comic book movie. Right. But to then, like, almost... Like yeah, I didn't even say Hateful Eight. Yeah. No, I didn't get to see Hateful Eight, but I, it was really Tarantino. Good. Yeah, no, I believe it. And you know, and, like, and here's the thing: like, we love Tarantino because of how he makes his movies, mm-hmm. but his movies don't always necessarily have like necessarily deep subtext. Right. And I think that A Hundred Bullets does. Like A Hundred Bullets speaks to a lot of different themes. And if you get make that movie right, it's like a classic. People. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. But. But that's that's interesting. Wait, so Oz, you were in Whedon as well, right? Yes. What do you think? What did you take away from that panel? Don't speak at once, Oz. You're overshadowing yourself, Oz. What? No, Oz, you still there? Compose yourself. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, I just got home and I was washing my hands when you asked me a question. Oh, no worries, no worries. So yeah, what did you take away from the Whedon panel? Uh, a lot of questions about his process, which is really nothing. <laughs> you know, like they asked him about what is about writer's block. You know, what does he do when he gets writer's block? And he said nothing. And yeah, he said nothing. Yeah. He he. I mean, he talked about doing other stuff and watching. TV or something. Yeah. Loses his mind or something else. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, like okay. I don't know. I guess I shouldn't expect like some deep philosophical, you know, answer or anything. But but all his fans kind of put him in that box. Yeah, and like that's he's like a guru. Right. Yeah. Back to what I was saying about the Black Widow. Like, yeah, he couldn't want to return for that, but I think. I, I think they can get somebody else cheaper. Yeah. Well, yeah. And they and do a good job. I mean, they the Russo brothers, man, like, those guys are good. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Even though I think Whedon would do a better job at a Black Widow movie than the Russo brothers would. Right. But the thing is, they can make something, for example, did you ever watch Arrested Development? Only like one or two episodes. Well, they directed like half of those episodes oh, okay. of the first three seasons or whatever. Oh, wow. They could do something like that and then do something like fucking Age of Civil War. War. Yeah, Civil War, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, like you look at Civil War and Age of Ultron and yeah. put them as like caliber of movies together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. No question. I just, I guess, you know, my thought would be more so like uh, a black, like, it's I guess thinking about a Black Widow movie in the in the realm of like it it seems more akin to like a uh, a good episode of Buffy. Right. But I don't want to see it. like I don't want that in my head <laughs> when I'm watching it. You know. Hear you. And don't get me wrong. I don't think he would make it Buffy, but I like it's it, yeah. yeah. I, but I feel where you're coming from. Where you're like you and the, re- the reality is. I don't need Whedon or the Russos to make the Black Widow right. movie. I don't mind them going with another, right. like, you know, newer director. Somebody we don't even know yet. Right, that's exactly. That's good for it. Exactly. Like somebody that did one of those, like, really like cool movies. HBO TV movies. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Which is okay. And that's how M. Night Shyamalan. 
That's just gonna direct uh, Black Widow movie. Look, hey, you know what, man? I look. I'm not a M Night Shyamalan detractor personally. Like a lot of the movies he makes, I enjoy thoroughly, and so and a lot of things he's been involved with, I really like too. So did you see the visit? No. What, what? Did you see the village? I did see the village. I liked the village. The visit was what? the one with the yeah. visiting the grandparents. No, I didn't see the visit. The village, the village was fine. Yeah, I the mean, village. The, the, village. Twi- the twist was super obvious, but aside from that, it's a decent movie. No, I mean, well, the thing is, even when they revealed the twist, people still got scared when that shit popped out. Because <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't get enough credit for the stuff he does. But you know, it is. It's just all right. It's like it's one of those things. Like, it's cool to hate M Night Shyamalan. Some people do it. Uh, what else from the? Am I missing anything from the Hall H panel? No, it's just you know, being, being a cool guy on stage yeah. answering questions. So what happens Friday after you leave Hall H? Well, that's when our uh, Peter Hogan interview is. Mm. Which, if you want to play it now, you can. I was just going to talk about it a little bit. No, talk um, it, how can I even play it if I want to? It's in our Google Drive. Oh, okay. So it's under, under pwhogan.mp3. Oh, so it's magic. Yeah, it's, it's ready to go. If you want to play it, I can just tack it on and move to it now and then in the archive yeah, we'll or get somebody to listen to it in yeah, the archive. Yeah, let's attach it in the archive so that you can we can get more of your guys' experience. Yeah. So we go there and then I'm these interviews, I mean, you know, we were limited in who we got. But then the other people we reached out to were, you know, they're either booked up or their high profile people are busy. Right. Especially since Image only does famous people now they don't have any like up and, oh this is a new up and coming creator that you're going to need to talk to now you know like they used to do back in the day so yeah a lot, a lot of their people are definitely all them. established all of them. No, there's no newbies at, at Image anymore really they don't hire people like you can't submit a comic without having done something for Marvel or DC anymore like they'll throw it out like this is literally like if you look at one if you listen to one of our Long Beach Comic Con books like one of the people uh what's her name she wrote the book uh fuck No Mercy uh-huh yeah and she just said like if they you know she said it is her opinion but she basically said if you turn in something and you haven't published a comic before, even if it's self-publishing, they're just gonna throw it out. Wow! Like they're not. It's too much stuff coming in, you know. That's fair. Um, so you did. You so did Peter Hogan. Yeah, we interviewed Peter Hogan. But oh yeah, back to what I was saying about these interviews that we did get. A lot of them are people that have been in some controversy, and I can't interview them without asking them about the controversy. Like oh, okay, got you. So. That one I can't do, because I can't look him in the eye and, I can't look him in the eye and just ask fluff questions about whatever comic he's writing for Dark Horse, uh-huh. and I don't want to piss off our contacts there, through pissing off, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that one's like, I can't do it. So you just didn't do I it? I didn't do it, I didn't do it. Frankly, 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 that's why I didn't do it. If you did do that, I don't know if I could look you in the eye. No, but why not just ask him a little bit? That's not me, Larry. Like, you could, but no, I'm saying you could ask him... Like, you just have to be tactful about I, the, the look, controversy. I thing. can't be tactful. <laughs> I, that's why I need you there. Because even if I did it, but you know fully what to say to him yeah. because of that, 
I could possibly do it. Or Larry could do it, and then, or you can do it, and I can chime in, and then you just smack me in the head like, this is why we don't let you out of talk. <laughs> Even if he doesn't answer anything, it creates something right. that he'll feel okay with, and then maybe even after that, he actually decides to comment, right, you know? Right, right, right. So I'm like, yeah, and, and between Oz and I drinking, <laughs> and I, uh, <laughs> you, you remember Justin.fu? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I remember. Wait, so, so <laughs> that was, which is classic material. Yeah. Wait, so, so, did you guys go to the interview, or you just decided? Nah, to we, we, we did other stuff. No, wait, so I, did you talk to Peter Hogan? Yeah, I did talk to Peter Hogan, yeah. But you didn't interview him? No, I did interview him. Yeah, I no this I'm talking about the other interviews. So, oh, but did that all that stuff that I felt running through my head, I would made me real nervous for Peter Hogan because he's worked with Alan Moore, he's yeah. worked with he's worked on a lot of things I liked, and then he worked on Resident Alien. Right. So it's like I don't want to like there's some things that I want to know about Resident Alien, and I want to know him by reading Resident Alien. <laughs> no, I hear you. I don't want him to tell me. Right, right. And then there's things, so I basically have to figure out what I'm going to ask about Resident Alien that's going to sound like a good good yeah, question. Yeah, really a good interview, but, and, but not spoiled. But what I really want to talk about is the other stuff. Okay. And I don't want to bombard him with that stuff, too. I'm sure, you know, I, I don't know how many people are running asking him about his never published Sandman story. Right, right. You know, so, but I want to be, now, that interview is great because all I did was basically, I just asked him one question about Resonalian, which was the one that I would want to know, which is like, that idea is not out there, it's very grounded, but it is out there. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I want to know where he, I don't know, I don't know how he crafted that idea. I want to know where he was when the idea came to him. Was he like right. mid-quarters or on the <laughs> toilet? No, nah, I didn't. I was tactful about that. Shower? Yeah. Or you I was tactful about that. No. Oh, my God, what he wanted to ask. Right. Oh. So, he's an older man. So I don't know how old Peter Hogan is. He, he's like, you know, like 60, 70 or 70s, okay. yeah. And I, I really wanted to know if he's like, He's, you know, how do the kids say it on the Twitter? If he's crushing a lot of pussy. If he's smashing, 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 yeah. <laughs> but we can't get to that because we're talking about other stuff. So I asked him the one question about Resident Alien, which was, you know, where was he when he thought of it? And then he basically it was like 30 years ago when he was living with a friend who had a Resident Alien card. He came with the title and then. I'll let you. F I'll let you listen to that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, interesting. And so, by the way, the whole time, because I knew he wanted to ask that question, but we weren't sure if he was married. I saw the wedding ring on him, and I'm just sitting. I only heard half the interview because I'm sitting there trying to mentally project the image of that wedding ring into Mo's head, so he doesn't just ask it. That's hilarious. Yeah. And it worked. Um, and then yeah, and then he just went off and talked about. You know, it turns out the artist that is always is the guy on that non-published Sandman book too. Nice. So that's where he's worked with them, and the art. You know, you've seen the art for Resident and it's it's not typical comic book art, no. but it is that vertigo feel. Yeah. And then you know, somebody like I mean, 
<laughs> my friend over here <laughs> might not be like, might be like, ooh. Yeah. And, you know, Oz, too, is like, I don't like that comic book. You know, and for Resident Alien, it works, but it's like, yeah. what? How? My question would be like, did he audition our artist for the right field or anything? Right. But right. it just, you know, he answers that too. Okay. Well, look, we'll, um, we'll definitely have that on towards the end of the episode. I told him about you. Time. I don't know if I was recording at the... No, nah, I don't think I was recording about the time. That's okay. Like, I just told him, you know, we're reviewing another book that does something similar, and I explained to him, we're detectives to him, and he's kind of like... He didn't want to be like, oh, yeah? Yeah. But it's, you know, I can... I know I would be like, man, fuck that book, cut, yeah, but <laughs> you wouldn't put the cuz in it, would you? Oh yeah, damn, um, <laughs> Long Beach, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he he wasn't like that and, at all, and I told him how you brought Resonating up in that conversation and mm-hmm. you bring it up quite, you know, he was happy that we liked it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, you got to look at his business card. He gave me his personal business card in nice. case we to talk to him again. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to have this fool on the show. Yeah. Oh, wow. Such a cool card. What? <laughs> wait. Uh, wait. Two things. I love that his card is a resident alien picture. It's like a cover for the Dark Horse Presents right. that it was featured on, I think. And then, all it has is his name and his email address, which is an AOL address. That's how you know this fool's an old dude, too. Like, it was an AOL email address. What? What? Wait. And the, the awesome part is that it's an AOL address that has a number in the, <laughs> in the, in the, uh, in the friggin' email address. So, you know, he's like, oh, I guess... Everyone knows got their phones. This fool's even on on AOL soon enough to get like a two digit number. Peter, <laughs> Peter Hogan two point five. Just read him up on the AOL instant messenger and see if you can do an interview again. <laughs> it's like I love it. Wait, it's okay though. I'll, look, I got bad respect for Peter Hogan. Like honestly, it's I like, technically still have my AOL. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. It's like Omegatron 2K1. What is it? Omegatron 2K1. Omegatron? Yeah. Why Omegatron? Because Megatron was taken and Omega is like Omega, the <laughs> end, and a robot. You know what? That should be like... My one, That should be <laughs> one of your... One of those... Uh, uh, when they have like work... Uh, icebreaker questions? Yeah. That should be the one of the icebreaker questions at this point. Like, what was your first email address? Yeah. Like that Emily still uses... No, she doesn't. Yeah, she does. Not an AOL. No, you no. can send an email on me. No, I can't. Yeah, you can. L- listen, I have Gmail. It doesn't, it doesn't work with AOL. She still, that's her primary email is her AOL account. <laughs> I swear. I what? what? I swear. Why? Because she uses it. Like... But there are other emails that are so much better than AOL. How do you know? You don't know what email what AOL does now. So listen, I don't. Here's the thing: I don't need to know what AOL does now. What what I need, like I know AOL's email address is probably not as good as, like, say, Hotmail, and Hotmail is not as good as Gmail. That's all I need to know. It's like you know, just because it's AOL's like AOL. Yeah, you don't know that. There, there are people that are like, we know. Wait, what makes your email good? Oh, storage space for one. Right, right. And features and yeah. like how easy it is to like 
sift through your email if you Why do you need more features than... need besides uh, inbox, check my mail. But also, like, like search feature? Yeah. Like, I know... I know AOL didn't have that, and then Gmail did. I don't know if they have it now. They might. Look, I'm sure AOL probably has a search feature. It's probably not as good as Gmail search feature. And all I'm saying is, like, dude, like, for instance, Nia, Nia has Hotmail. Yeah. When I look at Nia's Hotmail, I'm like, you need to switch to Gmail, goddammit. Like, this is, like, this is ridiculous. Like, it doesn't make any sense for you to have a Hotmail account. Like, your Hotmail account, mm. and, like, even, if, even if you want it's to... Not, it's not even called Hotmail anymore. It is, if, 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 if you got it when it was Hotmail. I still have a Hotmail account. It's yeah, it's still, it, it will still have the Hotmail.com on it, but the service, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it has a different name now. I, well, hey, all I know is when I send her an email address, it's, it's at Hotmail.com. I don't know what they call it. That seems like a Hotmail account to me. Yahoo switched to Yahoo. It's a, it's a Microsoft account now. I don't think it's a Microsoft account. I think it's a Hotmail. It's actually a live account. Yeah. It's it is. Live or Outlook. Either way. All I'm saying is... Yeah it's, a, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a Windows Live account. Yeah. She can have a better email account if she wanted it. She she, she, she sticks with what she knows, and that's okay. Like, I'm not like, I'm not knocking it so much because Hotmail is still, like, it's decent enough. Oh, yeah, well... Hotmail lets me get on Xbox Live, so... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my Microsoft account is my Gmail account. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, that's you. Most people, I think, are like that. But what I'm saying to you is this: is like even if you want to keep your Hotmail or your AOL account and then just forward it to a different email thing, mm-hmm. that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't knock any because like you know people have connections that they don't want to give up or they yeah. want to. Like, that I get. So if you're like, hey, I filter my AOL account into my Gmail. Yeah, like we're all, all those accounts. Right, exactly. I get that. You ever, you ever use your ISP's email? I don't even know. Nah, definitely not. My no, I mean, I mean like email, 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 email address that your ISP gives no, you. Like you have one that you use when you sign no, on to no, your no, internet. If you want to use the apps no, for your no. cable stuff. Well, you know, like, uh, I don't even like, think I have some contacts that provide you with your own. Yeah, you, you have, you definitely have one, you just don't know it or use it. I don't use it. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I know I have one, I don't use it. Like, I have one, I have one with my ISP, but I barely use it, but, because I've been noticing, like, there's some emails that I usually don't receive because it's somehow being blocked, so I switched everything to my Gmail. Indeed. <laughs> did you guys so so moving to Saturday? Yeah. Did you guys get to Broom? Nah, man. Okay. So did you nah, even speak was, to them or anything? Nah. Okay. Nah. I, I mean, <laughs> Saturday was like uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I was like, it's not so much the ho- hangover part. Um, is this some logistical stuff? But basically, um, yeah. I wasn't prepared for these interviews per se, as I should have been. If I had no, I was going in blind, and anything I did, and it was gonna be terrible. Okay. So I, mean, I didn't. Hey, no, no problem. Um, we we will fix it. Yeah. <laughs> as far as Saturday night, um, Saturday night we went out 
I don't remember half a Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> I got home like at four. Did you stay with your sister? Yeah. Is she doing well? Yeah, she's doing real well. Awesome. Glad yeah. Um, my Saturday night was pretty awesome, too. Yeah? What did you do? Drank at Comic-Con. No, I, I wasn't drinking at Comic-Con. I, I was drinking at a Goldfish concert. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm not mad at that, Jay. That's awesome. So, yeah, Saturday night was me, Lloyd, Lloyd's brother, and Oz. How was it going? Are you being coherent after you met Timonis? You know, um... Because that's when yeah. memory gets fuzzy. Did you, like, Uber? We walked from Tavoni to the Grand Hyatt. Okay. And at the Grand Hyatt... Well, the... Alright, so... This was, like... The, this sounds like a story where you're, like... I remember being at the Grand Hyatt, and then I was in L.A. So, <laughs> like, well, I, I was like... To, I was, to me, it's I, like, he's gonna tell me I did something. It's kind of like... No, that... Like, I don't remember you doing something. Uh, but I know we were at Tavoni waiting for Lloyd. I don't know how much time had passed, but we were drinking beers by the pitcher. I don't, I don't, I've never met Lloyd's brother, right? No, no. Okay. I, I, met, I knew him when he was like Did three. Did he come of age? Is he like barely 20? No, nah, he's 28. <laughs> Wait, that was Lloyd's brother? Yeah, that's, that's his little brother. Us! Us! It's like he go, he go. if you saw these two guys together, they do not look anything oh. alike. Yeah. Well, this happens with siblings sometimes, though. Well, they're, you know, they're half-brother, but it's like, Lloyd is a, a mixed-race yeah. uh, child, right? and then this kid is another mixed-race child. Okay. The races that they're mixed, the mix of? Like different races. It's the exact same mix. Oh, shut up. But Lloyd looks like Lloyd, which is like, maybe like, Mediterranean, yeah, like Portuguese, like, yeah, a little bit of a like Pacific Islander, a little bit, I mean, without the fatness, yeah, exactly, yeah. without the bulk, yeah, yeah. Um, and then this dude looks, I mean, I, I love Ben, you know, I seen him grow up, so I mean, this with no, he looks like a, a comedy writer, really, like, you know, like, 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 a, like, Night Live? like, nah, like, like, a man. Jewish. Skinny dude. Shut up. You know, he works in the showbiz industry, but so he's not Hasidic, but he's got the beard and the hair with the receding. Like, what? he's got the kinky black hair, but it's like blonde. What? So it's it's a trip. Yeah, like, you know, I never seen him. You know, I saw him as a kid. Yeah, so I don't see him in the day. Like, yeah, he, he looks like a dude that wrote for Malcolm in the Middle. What? Like, you know, and wow. it, I mean, cool dude, but that the whole time a white brother. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> hey, hold, on, hold on, hold on. You can't say that because you're going to insult him because he could say he's well, a black man. Yeah, we're, not, we're not getting into that part of it because oh. that's his, you know, that's his demons to fight. I don't want to put that on there. <laughs> because, you know, well, no, no, you know me, like, I get mistaken for something, for not what I am a lot. And I could, if I was a strong yeah, Chicano could. guy, I could be pissed every time somebody, like, you know, there's Mexican, there's people from El Salvador get called Mexican. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like kind of words. I mean, everybody right. says a black man, but you ask him, he'll tell you, no, he's Asian. Right. And mm -hmm. you know, he's not wrong because it's, it's that mix. Right. But well, no, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying to put the guy down. I'm just saying we're, that, we're, you we're know, he, that's how he sees himself. Right. But because we're drinking, 
discussing the televised KKK rally. <laughs> that was the Republican convention. Yes. <laughs> uh, and discussing Black Lives Matter. Uh, Democrats started the KKK, but whatever. <laughs> that was before they were even starting to get that one. The point is, point I'm saying, it's the values. Who opposes the values better? But we were talking, that was what we were talking about. <laughs> that we were fucking getting plastered, the four of us. I should have been there. You should have. <laughs> and that's why I kept t- texting you throughout the weekend. You should be here. No, no, you should be here. At least two times, like, you should be here. You should oh, be there, there was white words everywhere. No. White so, words. Yeah, and then the thing <laughs> is. White words. So we're, we're talking about the, all these issues. So then it turns into, it turns into, you know, loads of little, like, Man, my brother's talking about this again, you know, and I'm like, my brother, my oldest brother is like that too about right. different things, like he's a little, right. my, my brother's a little nutty. I wish I could like, speak to both your brothers about what's happening Oh, uh, yeah. I would love, I would love to just hear their thoughts. Look, I don't even have to talk. I yeah. Listen. Look, you're a better man than I am because I don't want to talk to him about it. <laughs> um, but it became like the big thing till it was almost like last call or I think it became last call at Tivoli and they're like you know let's just go to Grand Hyatt cause they're still open even later mm-hmm. we got a full bar by the time well top of that, we had a bottle of vodka while we were walking we were afraid of last call so <laughs> while we out of my pocket comes a bottle of vodka and they, were, sh- they were afraid of last call look <laughs> 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 look I just, I just want to put that out there. Like, I, I feel like that has to be a Comic Con quotable right there. We were afraid of last call, so and then put dot dot dot. Like, whatever comes after that doesn't even matter. We were afraid of last call, so that's the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we're walking around, taking the swigs of vodka to the Hyatt. Get to the Hyatt. We all really gotta pee. Okay, they have bathrooms. Yeah, but you know where the people are hanging out? Yeah. It's not where the bathrooms are. Bathrooms are further, course, closer to the main front desk area. Yeah. So we went there. We ended up just sitting outside the bathroom <laughs> talking about the Trump talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of mingling with the comic book creators. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know me, as soon as I walk in, I'm like, Scott Snyder, boop. Right, right. So this year, I think we got there a little late. All I saw was Fabio Moon and Gabriel Ba. They're together? They're, they're twin brothers. They're always together. Are they always together? Yeah. They, everything they work on is together. Okay. I mean, unless it's specifically like so they're doing two different things at once, but it's, it's I, happened. But I did not know they were twin brothers. Yeah, they're twin brothers. Why do they See, I was good for that interview. Why do they have different names? Because it's the artist name. Like, that's not the real names. Neither one? No. So how I mean, maybe Fabio and Gabriel is, but Moon and Ba, I think, is either the minimums or, you know, it's, it. it's the artist name. That's like kind of like graffiti, you know? I need to, ha- I need to have an artist name. <laughs> Joe, oh, wait. The way that Joe looked at me was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the, I'm, Like, I, I can hear your thoughts, Joe. You know what? You're an asshole. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, go ahead, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know how long we were there talking, but we were like, you know what? Let's go get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We go to the bar. Last call. 
empty. They cleaned it up. Damn. You didn't know what time it was. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but we weren't, we weren't like, I mean, we were wasted, but not, I know the lift guy that took me home was like, man, you didn't even look like you drank that much. Because he asked me, how much have you had to drink? Like, he didn't even ask it like that. It was more like, Why yeah, we just spent that all night. Yeah, he was like, did you leave your car? I think, no, no, my car's there. We just, I, you know, I didn't drive because you, you know, I, I never drink and drive. And, you know, and then he goes, oh, how much did you drink? You know, I'm like, oh, I listed everything. Which, onto that list, there's a bottle of Jaeger that Lloyd's brother had. Since, since they had closed the bar, we're like, well, Lloyd says, don't you have a bottle of Jaeger? To Ben, his brother, he pulls out the bottle like this. Dang, like, and you had like a, a, a quarter Jaeger. Yeah. <laughs> and then they were still stacked up, I think, clean cups <laughs> by the bar. So I grab, put my hand like this, grab four, lined them up, <laughs> made four drinks. The bottle was empty when I was done. At the bar? <laughs> Wait, so what did the bar guy do? Oh, they just cleaning up. Right? No, no, no. They're cleaning up. Right? Oh. Like, people are still mingling around. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. So I'm like, and then we just pounded that. Now, after after we passed, yeah, you and I, well, you were with me on the lift guy, because we all walked. Let's let's all note the question, Oscar. <laughs> w- was I there? Oscar's like, I don't remember being in the room. Wait, wait, Oscar's like, wait, wait, you you don't remember that? Oh, okay. Well, I'm getting into a lift. No, no, we walked to downtown so it'd be easier to get a lift for me, and then he was walking back to his Airbnb. Larry and Ben walked in another direction, because so, getting into that hotel spot with a lift or an Uber is a little right, tricky. Right, so dicey, got you. Okay. Sometimes with that many people, they can't read your, your right, location, right. at least when it first started. No, I uh, get it, I get it. They went, look, um, so on our way out, I see Gabriel Bar Fabio Moon again. And I said, look, man. Really? Yeah, this time I was ready to talk to him, to interview him. Of course you were. Right. You got that liquid courage. So I said, <laughs> but well, on top of that, I was excited about that interview the first day. I so I, I, that one I was prepared for. So I, right now I'm like, they're talking to girls. Oh. The book they're promoting is called How to Talk to Girls at Parties. Shut up. Are you serious? Yeah, it's, it's written by Neil Gaiman and, and drawn by them. I didn't know that. Well, of course not. You don't do your work. I got the interview. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the one you missed. Wait a minute. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I told them, and I'm like, look, guys. I shake their hand. And I'm like, I was supposed to interview. I was the guy that didn't show up Friday for that interview. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we got to leave a little early. I was literally the last interview. So right, right. I'm like, but, you know, I bought the book. I had to talk to girls at parties, but here I'm using what I learned to talk to you guys. <laughs> and I, say, I love your work on Casanova. Yeah. I love Umbrella Academy. Nice. You guys are the shit. Shake their hand again. I'm going home with my wife. And then that's it. That was my Gabriel Bob Fabio Moon interview. Now, I think that's what I think. I could just be like, but I'm pretty sure I, I was. I'm pretty sure I was. I was coherent because if I can't remember, I remember everything. So, were the girls pretty they were talking to? They're they're alright. Are they identical twins? Yeah, but one you can't tell because one has 
the face shape's a little different. Gotcha. One just has a little slightly more round face and a goatee. And then the other guy has just a plain, sh- clean shaven face. Interesting. Yeah. And then, you know, honestly, he had to go to the bathroom. And I st- stayed there. And then you had his penis? Nah, I, I waited outside. You know, the usual spot where we smoke cigarettes. I just smoke one cigarette this Comic-Con. Really? Yeah. You were, you were really calm. Yeah, I, yeah, it was. Um, now... Is it me? Do I give you stress? I think... It's not that it's a stress. It's that I know if I'm with Larry, I'm not going to die. <laughs> yeah. So you have to, like, do something to help yourself feel more mortal? No, no. It's just <laughs> I, I'm, I'm less worried about having... You know, it's more of a fun time, so it's easier to overindulge. Because we're all having fun. Here it's like, hey, well, with me or without me? No, with you. Oh, okay, cool. I, I wasn't sure. I was like, I don't know if that, I don't know. Because no, <laughs> you have a high tolerance, so you're always going to be more or less in control. That's true. And then, but here, I mean, I, I didn't know Oz didn't remember anything. <laughs> like, he, he didn't remember when he got to the Grand Hyatt. So it's like, that was a big chunk of time because they closed that bar. <laughs> that bar. That bar closes late. It closes like at three. I don't remember any Jaeger. Yeah. <laughs> like we this was taking shots on autopilot. We didn't take shots. Well, we took a shot, but we split the bottle in four. Okay, so it drink. wasn't a shot. It was a full drink. It, it was. He it was like a full drink. It was like one of these. Okay, like okay, eight, yeah. it was eight ounces each. Like straight. That's probably something I should remember. Now, and that's the thing. I don't know if he remembers what happened at, at Tivoli either. This guy was on borderline assaulting the bartender girl. Really? Oh, yeah, no, I remember that dude because okay. I almost kicked his ass. Yeah. What happened? I, I guess he knows the owner or something and he, I don't know, got like really friendly with the with the side bartender chick that I kept buying drinks from because she's like just set up in the corner by herself and I, I was like, oh, I remember that's how I started, you know, just sitting there waiting for somebody to get a drink. <clears throat> and I'm over there. And I don't know what he was saying to her because I got I, I came up mid conversation, but I just see him reaching for her neck, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I jump in, and so I know I spent the next couple hours high along with her. Every time I went to get drinks, I was going over to her, making sure she was okay, and you know, seeing if that dude was still around. Wow, that's crazy. And I don't know if she was hooking Oz up. Well, Oz is a big baller, but he kept coming over with. Jaeger shots from there. Yeah. So we had Jaeger, we had Jaeger shots there with our pitcher of beer, and it's like I think each one of us drank half a pitcher each every round. So it's like, so when I get home, you know, I could tell Emily was scared, not because of how drunk I was. Well, first of all, the Jaeger hit me as soon. The, uh, the last thing I remember with the lift guy. It was like, he was like, oh, you, you don't seem that drunk. Like, you don't smell like alcohol or anything. I'm like, yeah, I mean, well, maybe that's how you know there's a problem. <laughs> and then they, they got to the house and dropped me off. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I really don't feel that. And then as soon as I got up, that Jaeger, man. Like as soon as you said that the car? Got that nausea. Yeah, there you go. And then I just went in to the bathroom. Oh, uh, as soon as you got home. As soon as I got home. Well, Which is like, that's how you want it. Right, exactly. Yeah. If you're going to be sick, yeah, you want to be sick at home. Yeah. And I didn't get sick like after I laid down to sleep. <laughs> I didn't, you know. So it, you know I just went. That's someone else's problem. Just straight, <laughs> straight <laughs> into the, the, the toilet. 
no mess, nothing. Clean, brush my teeth, went to bed, and then, yeah, Emily was like, you know, last time I went on a drinking night, like, I ended up in jail. Right. And that was from after here. Like, right. it wasn't even a drinking right. night. No, 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 we just had some drinks. And, right. you know, I stayed out later than usual. Right, so. right. But, I mean, you, that we was like. that tonight. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. It's like you didn't, you weren't driving. No, I wasn't driving at, at Comic Con. So you, yeah. you, you you took your ride. Yeah, this you're good. Yeah, your ride chair. Right. Yeah, so yeah. You don't have to worry about anything. But you know, there's other variables too. Like there's you know, Say assholes. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, right. people you don't vibe with. When right, right. Right. Like you yeah. never know. Like somebody messes around and calls the police. Right. And the police and there's a lot of people feel like you're as white as you look. Or I guess <laughs> I'm drunk. Eat, like I could probably say something because somebody's being a dick to me and defend myself and I'll say it in a really mean way that only right. somebody that's been drinking all night would right, right. but it's something I would normally say and they interpreted that it's like well this guy's really under the influence yeah like right. super aggressive and you know right no right. he's just some low right. right but Nick Fury <laughs> cops don't know me like that amen um, but yeah so she was a little scared but you know everything was fine I was I mean I was hanging over the next day but did she do Comic Con at all yeah she um, I mean she couldn't get in right, because right. she doesn't have a badge and you know sharing a badge would be wrong right but <laughs> she was able to, I mean she did a lot of the stuff outside okay um, she partook in the in the Pokemon Pub Crawl no okay. I, I want to shout out to this uh, you know, loot crate type service it's called, called Bandbox. I think it's what it's called. And it's like loot crate, but with the subscription collectibles, but with actual like art prints and oh, that's cool stuff that's super limited, like like comic book related or just uh, or art comic general. book, but um, like maybe geek art, maybe geek, geek pop culture stuff. Got you. Okay, so you know. That's fair. Like memorabilia stuff. Gotcha. So like signed stuff. And gotcha. Um, he's the, one of the guys that works from. I think his name was Matt. He uh. He was one of the guys in our Pokemon team. Nice. And uh. Bam box. Yeah. Okay. We might look. And I saw a lot of the stuff. It's a lot of cool shit. Um, but you know, same with any of those services. Is like I don't think. You know, I've had Loot Crate for two months already. And oh, you have Luca? Yeah. I didn't know that. They sell cool stuff, but I mean, they sell me t-shirts and they're not black, so I'm never going to wear them. That's <laughs> hilarious. Like, I, I, I told you. I only knew two people that work at Luke Crate. Yeah. I only know one. You know more than one. Who's the other one? You know she, Sarah the Rebel. She doesn't know me. I think she does. Uh, what, uh, what kind of t-shirts? I got a Rick and Morty one. It's the it's a the reason that one's cool is because the the f the design is black and uh -huh. green the neon green you know right and but the shirt is like denim blue so it looks like mixed with other colors you know like that that polyblend thing mm -hmm. and um it's like the blueprints for the portal gun mm -hmm. so that one I will wear I probably wear it with a black thermo under just so it can match the design right and then the other one was a Robocop shirt and it's like the most neutral neutral gray. Robocop. Yeah, it's like, yeah, and it's gray, like, you're, sh actually, you're, in t-shirts, you're a 2X? Um, I try to wear 3X. But 2X will fit? Yeah. Uh, I'll probably bring it to you, because I'm, I'm, I know I want to try it on, but I'm probably never going to wear it again. Okay. And it's that gray color, like, you have. Is it the classic 
Yeah, it's classic. It's not a new level cop. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. And, uh, but yeah, I, I need to make sure it's black if you're listening, Mandy. <laughs> or so, the rebel. So, um, uh, you know, yeah, well, um, actually, I guess you may not know. Uh, there's a. Between. Like, I, I know a few people over there, so. But still. We can. Yeah. yeah so, so, GZ Doctor for F says, Will FF finally admit DC stole the thunder from Marvel now? Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad, Just League next year. Flash on Netflix, BV Superman approaching one billion despite sucking. Uh, no. No, no, don't acknowledge that piece of shit. No, I, I agree one hundred percent. Like, what I don't, I don't think DC. Wait, like the idea of a piece of shit or indeed is a piece of shit. The dude, DC, fuck him. <laughs> yeah, I mean he doesn't call in. He's too much of a bitch to call in, so don't acknowledge him. It's not even that. It's more of like that thunder. Like, until one of those movies is better than Civil War, I mean, they haven't stolen a shit. Civil War's the high point. Like, yeah. here's the thing. They haven't as good as I feel like, you're right. I don't feel like the good, the good Marvel, I mean, the good DC movie isn't as good as, like, Iron Man 3. I mean, you know, what's a good DC movie? Marvel has, I don't know, at least the way I've been thinking about it recently, like, Marvel is doing great. Yeah. But I don't think the other companies are doing so bad that they don't compete. I think, like, everyone's actually starting to come into their own. Well, what company like, has I think a movie? Fox has, the Deadpool movie was amazing. Deadpool's but, great. But are you talking strictly on movies? Well, yeah. Okay, but here's the thing. So, Deadpool is a fantastic movie. And and I'll give you that. Like, Deadpool is definitely better than some of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Some of them. Well, I'm not even saying better than, like... No, 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 but... I'm not saying it's a great movie. Like, all the studios are starting to come into their own. Well, but... No, no, but you can't... No, I said Marvel has been in their own... Like, Marvel's doing their thing. Right. But I think the other companies are starting to come into their own, like, starting to put out some really good movies. But can you say that, though? Because I don't feel you can because I think Deadpool is great. great. Deadpool is great, but then after Deadpool comes Age of Apocalypse. Deadpool is great Which because there are people Apocalypse. involved in the movie that gave a shit about the movie. And, and yeah, Apocalypse it's not just that it's Fox leaving them alone. Apocalypse was the best of the current trilogy, in my opinion. No, really. You know, yeah. it's so funny because I feel like somebody else said that to me and I was like, I, like, I, don't, I don't understand that. Like, how, what makes X-Men Apocalypse better than First Class? Uh, the fact that the two black people, like, there are a lot of things I just don't like about First Class. The two black people, one of them that's impervious to everything dies because he's not impervious to everything for some reason. And then the other well, black chick she just becomes a bad guy. Becomes a bad guy right. And it's like, and, and come on, come on. And, and I'm with you on that. And that's like, terrible. And, you know, for as much shit as I was talking, like, let the train wreck be as spectacular as it should have been, as it could be, I think the characters were wrong. Like, and what? It should have been in first class. Like, it should have been regular angel. But how can you feel that about first class and not about apocalypse? Storm is a horseman of the apocalypse in apocalypse. Yeah, but she's an African, which is amazing. But she's a horseman. 
An African horseman. But she shouldn't be that. She should be African. She shouldn't well, be a horseman. Right, but to me... Psylocke is a horseman. Uh, it's the same on par with the athlete Batman. That's the best Batman in portrayal in cinema. Look, when but it's not that's true. the best Batman it could be. I think Bale in Begins is better than, than Affleck in BVS. Look, the thing of Bale is better in Begins because it's Batman at the start. Bale is better in, in, in the next Black. two because Batman should have been better than what he was instead of... You know what I'm saying? I like you say that about those movies, but you don't say that about Dawn of Justice. Well, you know, like, version of it. <laughs> That's true, too. What I was saying, you know, the point of, just because they weren't horsemen in the movie, doesn't, like, horsemen are different than your starting class, in my opinion. It's like, you could write, a, like, there was nothing to make me think that there's going to be, that you couldn't do like another apocalypse storyline and those weren't the horse like he chose those horsemen like there's nothing that made me think that that would never happen that okay. those the horsemen would never be the lineup I so Storm is the one I really have the problem with I, I can see Psylocke being being like you know turned or whatever because that of who she is Storm is the one where I'm like eh, I don't think so but hey what do I know especially when she's just starting out well, but, but here's the whole thing. It's like, even I then, it's yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, wrong horseman isn't as big a crime to me, I think. Okay, and that's fair. But I guess here's the thing. Where it's like, when you have Marvel. And we can both agree that Days of Future Past sucks, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Even though I give them credit <laughs> for not having, like, they made Wolverine part of the ensemble as opposed to the guy that the whole movie was about. I'll give them credit for that. No, the only thing I remember is that the mutant blood may give the robots superpowers. That's hilarious. So, no, I'm not mad at that either, though. It, it sucks. We both agree, just for different reasons. <laughs> but here's the thing. Um, it's like, you have Fox. They're doing their thing. I don't, I don't particularly think it's successful. The success story is Deadpool, which is the... the the, the friggin' black sheep of the studio. And so it's like, it's good because Fox didn't have their hand in it. Watch Deadpool 2. Let's see if, if Fox can know well enough to leave that on its own so it can be successful as the first one. I don't think they will, but nah. yeah. But if they're smart, they will. But you don't think Reynolds could, at this point, say, tell those guys what? Leave the alone, we did it the first time, you're gonna fuck up the second one. He no, can say it, but I think they have to shut the fuck up. Well, here's the thing is like, a studio executive, I feel, is a, a like, one, they wanna share in the success. They, they need to feel like they were a part of making it good. And, and the thing is, like, didn't one of the guys get called out because he was saying, well, we did Deadpool, and he was like an exec? I think so. And then they got called out by James Gunn. And, you know, who gives a shit about what he thinks anyway? But yeah, he called in. I was saying like, nah, man, from working in Guardians of the Galaxy, I know what it's like with 
right. you know, an exec puts their, you know, their two cents in. Yeah. Right? Exactly. And here's the thing. It's like, I feel like now that they realize it's a viable franchise because they gave those guys basically hush money. They gave the Deadpool people like, listen, we're going to give you some budget. You're going to fail. But go make your movie. And when it fails, you can't say that we didn't try to support you. And it was a, a resounding success. Now they need to be a part of that. I think they're going to... I don't know that they're going to mess up the sequel, but they're going to have their hand in it. I wouldn't be surprised if the sequel is not as good as the original. But I was saying going to direct it. <laughs> so, so, then you have, so that's Fox, right? Right. Then, then we're talking about like DC, and it's like... Well, no, let's go to the other place first. Where? Sony? Sony? Yeah. Well, Sony's partnering with Marvel now. Right. So they're coming in... T- like, that's a good step for them. It is a good step. Like, it but feels me with confidence. It's not coming into their own. Like, it's basically them joining the winning team. It's them saying they fucked up too right. many times. It's like, you can't be like, oh, well, Sony... It's kind of what Fox is going to be doing with Fantastic Four. I hope so. Potentially. Possibly. We were hoping for the Comic-Con announcement. As far as I know, it didn't happen. Mm-mm. So... What, what I'm saying is this, is like, Sony is on the same team as Marvel because... They're right, like, but they're two different things. They are st- they're working together, but they are still Sony, and Marvel no. is still Marvel. No! No, because Marvel has a creative control of the only movie that matters that's coming out of their camp. When Spider-Man Homecoming comes out, that's going to be a Marvel movie, and Sony it, has no part in that other than to the licensing the rights out right. or whatever. To the point where Marvel had to come out with a new logo this year at Comic-Con that they showed because they need to make a distinction between Marvel Studios, which is all us, and a Marvel property, which is like, which I'll put on Spider-Man Homecoming because they'll be like, this was us too, but it's not all us. Yeah. It's like, they're making it and they're controlling the idea. Right, but they're like, I mean, obviously they're like, listen, we sold these guys the rights. Maybe they have to make some concessions. Maybe, probably not many, but probably some. And they had to make a distinction because we don't, we can't let you think that this movie over here has the same Marvel stamp that these movies over here have. And that's why they had the studios logo, which I'm not a big fan of, but it is what it is. I get it. Business-wise, it makes sense. So it's like, so Sony is partnering with Marvel. And basically banking on the fact that, you know what, we can make more money dealing with these guys because they're going to give us a movie that's going to like reach a billion dollars in like three weeks. This is the movie we put out, which may make a billion eventually. And so that's what they're banking on. So Sony's with Marvel. In my mind, the new Spider-Man movie is going to be good. I agree with you. But it's a and that's better than a bad Spider-Man movie. No, and no one's disagreeing with you on that point, but you can't say, like, Sony's coming to its own because it's really Marvel's helping them coming to their own. Just because you're getting help coming into your own doesn't mean you're not coming into your own. Well, but, but we're talking about... But it. Sony doesn't have shit to do with the movie. Like, isn't coming I to mean, your own implying you don't have one? <laughs> I mean, no, yeah. It's like a baby bird coming into its own. It's like... It doesn't jump out the nest. The mother bird pushes it. Well, here's the thing, though. What and then it comes out the scenario. What we're talking about is, is competition. And so you can't be like, well, Sony's competing with Marvel when Marvel's helping them. It's like they're not competing. They're, they're actually getting help from the person that's doing it right. 
So that's not a competition. That's actually like it's a partnership. It's the opposite of competition. It's co-op. I'll save my rebuttal to that for next week. <laughs> okay. And then after that, you go to DC and Warner Brothers, and it's like DC and Warner Brothers hasn't shown us anything on the level of of what Marvel's been doing to this point. They just showed you a trailer that you loved. The trailer is the trailer. It's not the movie. But you shouldn't have ever showed you anything, but they did. They showed you a trailer. Listen, Suicide Squad has the promise of potentially being a movie that might be able to compete. It also has all the potential to suck the shit out of everybody. That's true. It could be good. It could be bad. We'll, we'll have to see. Wonder Woman, the trailer looks fantastic. Right, and that's all I'm saying. But, they're but, coming into the room. But a trailer, after you've been putting out two terrible movies, doesn't mean that you're coming into your own. It's like, that's really, like, it would seem to me that if you made a bad Superman movie and you made a bad Batman versus Superman movie, then you come out with a mediocre Justice League trailer followed by a good Wonder Woman trailer, at that point, you're kind of like, well, the odds are against the Wonder Woman movie being good versus you saying, well, the movies they're making now are great. That's not what you say. Well, I would like to add that the Suicide Squad trailers look good. The Suicide Squad trailers are 50-50. Right. So, I mean, you have two bad movies, a pretty good trailer, and then an amazing trailer. Oh, wait, so is the Suicide Squad trailer the pretty good trailer? Yeah. Okay, and then where I mean, do we I don't I don't where do we write the Justice League trailer? Um Or do you just want to ignore that one? <laughs> no, you can It's out there man, you can't ignore it. Well, can we link that in with the bad movies? Like the bad, last bad two movies? You can, but then what I'm saying is if you have a so so trailer and a bad trailer, and then one that looks good, the, at the very least, the so-so and the bad negate each other. At the very least, I mean, a lot of people would say the good one and the bad one negate each other, so all you're left is with the so-so movie trailer. But I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I don't feel like that's a studio that's coming to its own, and you feel like, oh, well, man, they're, they're getting ready to compete with Marvel. It's like, listen, the, the Doctor trailer... First off, the I'm Doctor Strange trailer that you haven't even seen yet... First... Again, I didn't say anything about competition. You did. You said you literally said they can compete. No, I didn't mean to. And this oh. whole conversation spawned because of competition. Right. Like that's what like, you said. That's yeah. I just said the studios are starting. Oh you, no! I was actually making an anti-competition <laughs> statement when I said the studios are coming into their own. I'm saying we're gonna start getting good movies from these studios. I don't know if that's true, but maybe. And I'm, I'm assuming on the fact that I was I wouldn't compare like what Marvel is doing to what uh, DC is about to do. I would agree with you there. I would say like Marvel's on a different level. Did you hear about Marvel making Star Lord's dad Ego the Living Planet? Yeah, what? That's such a bad idea. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I know that Moses has very strong opinions about that. <laughs> well, 
I mean, it's not even the, the, not, the only opinion he knows is me saying that Ego is not Star Lord's dad. Like, that's the only thing. That's not an opinion. That's a fact. <laughs> right, in the comments. Right. Right. And in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it can be different. However, here's the thing. If you make Ego Star Lord's father, that basically. That makes sense. Joe. Joe, I don't. <laughs> Joe, I love you. I love you more. James Gunn wrote a, a whole thing about no, the Joe, you know Guardians of the Galaxy panel, and he says that the whole ego being Star-Lord's dad will make sense in the movie. It, no, 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 no. Well, the thing is, it makes sense to him. He doesn't know. It won't be ego. Just like how it wasn't Gamora, and how it wasn't Star-Lord. Or Drax. It wasn't Drax, right. Oh, there you go. No, no, no. Look at this one thing. Like one of the problems I had with the uh, with the Guardians of the Galaxy movie was Star Lord grabs the gem and the others help him hold it and they don't disintegrate by the power of friendship. And I didn't like that. But if he is half living planet, well then it would explain why he had the tenacity to be able to hold on to it and not disintegrate. You know, his mom's a human being. Right? And then all that. Yeah. I said half. But, but, but it, it's not. It's half. Ego is not ego. In, he's Kurt Russell turned into a bastard. Like, like Kurt Russell fucked his mom. Human. And then Kurt Russell went to space and got turned into ego of the little planet. Oh, yeah, like it works if he's living planet. Right, and the living planet fucks the mom. Yeah, yeah that does not, that's doesn't not, make any sense. Yeah, that's not what happens in there. You have a living like, planet penis and then put it into a human being. First off, God did it. Batman v Superman is looking a lot better. <laughs> Look, hey, you. First off, you don't know what size Ego's penis is. Like, he can have a little tiny baby penis. He's a living planet. I mean, that doesn't mean your, your tiny living planet penis is like friggin' Kilimanjaro. <laughs> okay? And all I'm saying is like, that I'm just saying to you, I mean, you know. even if it's Mount Wilson, like, you <laughs> think it's Mount Wilson, but it could just be it's, a molehill. It's just a radio tower. Yeah. It's <laughs> just a radio tower. The radio tower is too much for a human female. And I don't, I've seen some female Look, it could be a molehill. It's like, no, that's too much. Don't put that in there. It's such like, and then they put it in there, and I'm like, Jesus, why would you put? Man, <laughs> if there was ego was here, he would be having a Wait, so, so are we saying that Star Lord's mom is a straight up hoe because she took out? Take it off from ego. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, why does that make her a hoe? She's just, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She just, she, she's she not does a yoga. She does. She's just really worn out. By the way, why is his mic sticky? I have no idea. Because the ego. I don't hang out over here. That's so, all it is. Oh, yeah, it is sticky. I don't, why, why is that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Touched it. Like, what are you, what are you watching? There's a show computer. Like, you it's, got, when, it's when I do. Oh, it's when, when you got internet on your Xbox, huh? Yeah. That's what he watches his... I don't need a mic for that. The apparently you do. Apparently you've been, been talk chatting. There it is. It's when I do my, my friggin' uh, uh, Porn Angels podcast. 
This got severely derailed. So, so all I'm saying is, it's such a bad idea. So and it's like, the guy that like, derailed the it's, whole it's first half of the show. It's unfortunate because, again, it's like, <laughs> for Marvel Cosmic to be making a comeback in the comics, but then getting, like, totally, totally eviscerated in the, in, in the cinematic universe, it's very disheartening for a guy that's a fan of the Cosmic Universe. And I'm letting you know right now, all, all 15 of us are pissed off. All of us, because we we went to the message boards, we've talked to each other, and we're like, how dare they do this? Yeah. And it turns out that Marvel isn't really listening to the fifteen of us, and we're we're pissed. I want to say that I'm part of that. I want to say isn't even listening to Marvel proper. What are you saying, Tarago? <laughs> no, I said Marvel Studios isn't even listening to Marvel proper. What does that mean? It's Marvel proper. Well, I mean, I, well, I mean, you know how Marvel Studios, you know, how they're answering to Disney only instead of, you know, whoever is running regular Marvel. Wait, 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 so they're doing their own like thing. Marvel Publishing? Like the, the, the editor-in-chief? Uh, yeah. You know, because you got regular yeah. Marvel and Marvel Light and Marvel, <laughs> Marvel Light. No, I mean, I don't feel when like... I, when, I meant, when I meant Marvel proper, I meant like Marvel Comics. They, they have to listen to Disney because that's their boss. And definitely yeah. Disney gets the last word, but I don't feel like Disney was the one that was like, oh, we have to make Guardians like this. I feel like that's a concession that was made from like the guys that, that are the Marvel Comics guys. Like somebody that was like, oh, that's a cool enough version. Or somebody was like, yeah, why not do it that way? Because like, it's not to say that, I, I mean, I, it's not to say that Disney had no hand in what happened in Guardians of the Galaxy, because they probably did. But what does Disney care? Like, Disney bought Marvel Studios, or they bought Marvel, which was a part Marvel Studios is a part of, because they're like, they made these awesome movies. If Marvel wanted to make a Guardians of the Galaxy movie that was in line with what happens in the comic, they would have done that. The, the Instead, Marvel the Studios... The matter is, Guardians of the Galaxy was a huge success, and, you know, they're going to do whatever they want with it, whether the fans like it or not. Well, see, but here's the thing. It was a huge success, but I don't feel like it would have been less of a success if they had done it like how the comic is, because the comic is fantastic, and those characters are great. Like, there was nothing that they brought to the table in, in the movie version of Actually, Guardians that was like, wow, this was like... I think they, they would have done, done it that way. I think they, they would have done less good. good. Say what? They probably would have done less good... If they had done, like, the comic? Yeah, at least the characterizations. No, because here's the thing. The, the breakout stars of Guardians are Groot, Rocket, and Star-Lord. Yeah, but Star-Lord's not like that in the comics. Well, Star-Lord is, is goofy enough. He's not I mean, that goofy. Yeah, like, but he, he's like that guy when that guy turns 40. I don't think so. Like, here's the thing. It's like... If, if you read the last, like, if you read the Annihilation Guardians of the Galaxy comic books, the Avatar and Landing, right. It's like, Star-Lord... Same movie. No, no, no. On the 16th. No, 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 you're not. No, <laughs> but it's like, it's like, if you read those joints, Star-Lord is still lighthearted and, and goofy. He's just not, like, bumbling. Yeah. He's capable. And this Star-Lord doesn't come across as capable, or if he does, it's only by accident. He's like Jar Jar. Yeah, 
For the white man. Exactly. And and guess what? If that's what they wanted, that's fine. But he everything that Star Lord in in the movie did, you could have taken the comic version and done the same thing. Maybe with the exception of like the random dance off at the end. Oh yeah, I hate the dance off. Outside of that, everything else in the movie he could have done. He would have just been. It would have been tweaked slightly different. That's like the voice is just a slight, a little bit different. This guy is like he's like a sitcom character in in the movie, and it's like Star Lord in the comic isn't a sitcom character. He's like a light-hearted like I don't know what the right. He's like Ice T or SVU. Maybe so. Yeah, he's like I mean, comedic effect, but not that funny exactly. uh, and light for that tone. Yeah, I mean. He's like Don Draper after a few drinks. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, you know, exactly. Yeah. Like, where he's like, you know, like, I still, I'm this guy, but you yeah. know what? I'm letting loose a little bit. <laughs> and that's okay. Though. Well, not that season six one where he went totally off. <laughs> right. But, At the funeral. But people, right, exactly. <laughs> but people would have liked that too. You know what I'm saying? It would have been fine. And, and, and friggin' uh, uh, Pratt could have pulled that off just as easily. Yeah. It's like they just made a they made a decision. Why? I don't know. Like I don't know why Drax has to like like it doesn't make sense. Like nobody was like you know what really made that movie the fact that Drax didn't understand any of like the friggin' metaphors. Yeah, that's what really made that movie shine. No one said that. No. Or nobody was like you know oh you know what really made that movie. Like I love the fact that Gamera can't defend herself for shit. <laughs> like, no one says that. Like, no, like, I'm sure there were women that were like, man, I wish she would have been a little bit stronger. Somewhere probably said that, and I'm sure they would have appreciated that. And it wouldn't have even made the movie any less. It's not like, you know, like, you can get to the same places, but making these characters the same characters they are in the book. Right. They just made a decision. I agree. And, and it's like, realistically, you group could have been the exact same, Rocket, the exact same, Star-Lord, slightly different. Like, even the Collector. You could have made the Collector different because the Collector's not that big a part of the movie. You can take Yondu out of the whole thing. You don't need Yondu for shit. Man, I got to the cuss. You don't. <laughs> He's a terrible character. I think the Collector will make an appearance in this one because I remember reading that he was supposed to appear at other Marvel movies. You understand, Tarkla? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't know if that's the most important opinion. Generally... It only works today because I happen to host a show. <laughs> I'll take it though. I don't care if he comes. Like, was he in? Was was Rooker in the whole costume at the panel? I, I saw pictures. Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah he had a huge mohawk. Really? At the panel for Guardians Two. That's terrible. I mean, guess what? I like Rooker. No, me too. Just not as Yondu. Right. His Yondu is terrible. And you know why? I actually hated him in Walking Dead, but... I mean, you hated him because he was good. Yeah. Yeah, like... Because he was amazing in Mississippi Burning. I didn't hate the actor, but the character, yeah, yeah. because well, of how... Hates you? How well he was written <laughs> and acted, yeah, like... Absolutely. Like, I hated him. He did what he was supposed to do. It was like, damn it. Right. The actor was great. He, yeah. was, he made me hate him. Mm-hmm. He's like, all lives matter. <laughs> Look, yeah, look, that would have made, see, that's what make, that would make Merle, like, great, because Merle would be like, what? 
white lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> no one's like, oh, they white lives matter, goddamn. Well, it's like if you talk to a KKK guy, he says it's not about black, hating black people, it's about loving white, the white race. <laughs> I guess. But, um, um, did yeah. you see who they casted as Captain Marvel? Brie Larson. That's For real? Yeah, that's an interesting choice. Wow. I mean, that is. I think she is. I mean, so I love her. I'm a huge fan of hers. I've seen her in different stuff. Yeah, she's good. And she just looks so young. She does look young. So, but, but you know what though? Like, I feel like she can be dressed up to be older looking. She's not gonna be old looking, yeah. but she can be older. And the thing is, I feel like again, like they're trying to yeah for longevity. Right. Yeah. No, I'm gonna get a trilogy. I mean. Which is unfortunate because, you know, it's like a woman that's like late 20s, early 30s should be able to be cast to be a woman. Yeah. And that should be okay, but in Hollywood, they haven't gotten there yet. Maybe I'm a little old-fashioned. How so? Well, no, I, I guess. I don't know. You had the, the Miss Marvel. Oh, you wrote some true in it? Yeah. Uh, you had Miss Marvel by Brian Reed? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I wanted to see that movie. That would be cool, too. But they're never going to do that. What do you think of the, of the people that heard there's going to be a Miss Marvel movie were mad that it was Danvers and not, like, the, the little black girl? No, that's, it's Captain Marvel movie. Wait, wait, no, wait, wait. Are you talking about Miss Marvel, the, the friggin' Pakistani girl? Yeah, I mean, they're not the same to me. See, but they shouldn't be, because Pakistan and Africa, or Africa-American, <laughs> are different places, so... I've never been to Africa. Pakistani marvels matter, true. You, you don't know if you've been to Africa or not? No, I don't. Okay, well, that's... <laughs> that's fair. But, no, I mean... It, it, yeah, it's a Captain Marvel movie, and you know, I mean, if people get Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel confused, I guess that happens. I mean, which I, I guess you can't be mad at because, well, no, I guess maybe a little bit because if you know that Miss Marvel is Pakistani, then you should know that Captain Marvel. Maybe she'll make a guest appearance. I wonder if they'll allude to her time as Miss Marvel. Who do you think should play little... That'd be interesting. Uh, who do you think should play her? It should be an unknown. Mia Khalifa? Like who? Like someone that we don't know, Joe. I mean, you... <laughs> that's what I mean. Just because you don't know them doesn't mean they aren't known. I think that's what unknown absolutely means. Sounds like a definition. Yeah. <laughs> that's absolutely what unknown means. Uh, I, I don't know that there... I mean, I'm sure that there's uh, definitely Pakistani females that are younger that act... I don't know their names. I'm gonna find out. Good. But yeah. They don't even have to be Pakistani. They just have to have a good tan. I think they should be Pakistan. Like, just specifically from Pakistan? I mean, there is a whole general region right there you could be from. No, I'm talking about, yeah. Like, why not? If there's a Pakistani character, why not cast a Pakistani person? Cast a uh, girl from Belize. I mean, a bird. A, a, a particular type of woman from Belize could pass, but I would say no, because it's a Pakistani character. Like, yeah, like, I mean, I don't know why you answer him. Yeah. 
<laughs> like give 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 the Pakistani people uh, a chance. Why not? Uh, did you see or did you get the chance to check out? Oh, I found her. The Spider-Man Homecoming stuff. Nah. Okay, that's fine. Nah, I. Did you hear that Marvel actually hired two black female authors for Homecoming? No. Oh. I mean, for Homecoming. Oh, dude. You know, for comic books, because you know, like Marvel Good never. Save. Marvel has never hired a, a, a black female author for a book, and and keep in mind, they're not straight up on a comic. They're a co-author. But they're releasing a Black Panther World of Wakanda book, and they have two black female wow. authors doing stories in that book. Wait, what? In conjunctions, in conjunction with uh, wait, uh, so I'm just the feature of black female writers. Pakistani, Tanahisi Coates. Pakistani. What was the first part? Okay. A Black Panther spinoff book. Uh-huh. Black Panther World of Wakanda. They have two female co-authors in that book they hired recently at Marvel. Man, that's so... <laughs> each one is half a writer? They're not half a writer. That is They're rough. They're co-authors. Why is that rough? Well, because the last per- black person they got to write Black Panther, I wasn't a huge fan of. The last person to write Black Person to write Black Panther is ta Coates. Right. I know. Yeah. I, I how does that make, I make it that you won't like the next one? I mean, this is all you are different. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying, I'm acknowledging there's a pattern, and I'm saying it's going to be rough. I mean, I would love it if their work is great, better than Mr. Coates. And, man, I really wish I could pronounce his name. You could just say Coates. I'm calling him Bob. Bob Coates. Tallahassee. No, no. Tanahisi. Bob. Not Bob. That's not Wait. his name. <laughs> but you know it's, what? It's like, you're right. right. Just like Toby. <laughs> you're right. Oh, that's, that's what I forgot. Toby Coates? That's what I forgot. What? We went to Odyssey, the Bayfront Hilton uh-huh. Hotel. Uh huh. And. We saw um, LeVar Burton. Oh, shut up. Yeah. I love that I said Toby and that made him take a look. Yeah, we didn't hear the story. So Oz goes... No, Oz not called LeVar Burton Toby. No. Oz, please tell me you didn't call him Toby. He said, Kuta, and I slapped him and said, Toby! <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking that day, too. Did LeVar Burton hear you guys? I mean, we're going, he's coming up the escalator, we're going down. And it happened like right here. What did LeVar Burton do? You guys know He couldn't see us, he didn't have his visor. <laughs> that, that actually happened after we saw him. Because I told him, I'm like, Oz, oh, look! Oz, oh, look! And he's like, who is it? And I'm like, it's LeVar Burton. And then, but we he was already up top and we were down. Got so it. I don't know if he heard us or not. Okay. But <laughs> I hope he did. It was funnier <laughs> if he if he did. That I like him. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, he's that that hotel's the place to be. That's where we were like just all of a sudden surrounded by the cast of Grimm. And yeah, yeah we, had, we had we had pre dinner with the cast of Grimm. We had pre dinner. Yeah. 
Like what? Like at the table? Everybody except for like the guy that actually is the grim because right. everybody hates him. Um, we had a cheese plate with some dates, caramelized strawberries. Okay. Peaches, a little brie. <laughs> but I'm not a huge fan of their show. Oh, I'm, I'm not a fan at all. Really? Huh? I, I never like. I didn't like when I first saw it. Why do you their heads keep shaking? Like, ah, uh. yeah. Oz, follow him on Instagram. He has the picture up there. So, um, Oz, are you coming to Comic Con next year? Hopefully. That sounds fair. I feel like I feel. What about like, what about New York Comic Con? No, we're not going to New York Comic Con. If there's a Chicago Con, I might think I might make that. Yeah, there's going to be one in September. I'm pretty sure you guys. We, I'm pretty sure you guys will go to Long Beach Comic Con. We'll be at Long Beach. But yeah, we need to we need to make sure that we can all be there next year. I bought the greatest white cover at Comic Con. What is the greatest white cover? It's an Antarctic Press one. Which one? Um, it doesn't have a title. It just says. Uh, the best sketch group book groups comics or something. What it is, it's a white cover comic, and all the pages on the inside are white. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. But it's printed like an Antarctic Press comic, and it's a blank cover, and then the rest of the pages on the inside are white. Which I said on this show that there should be that. You mm-hmm. did say that. And nobody listened. Well, they listened. Antarctic. Yeah. So, so you draw your own comic? No, so you could just get a bunch of artists to do a bunch of white covers instead of buying a bunch of white covers. That's pretty cool. Uh-huh. I was trying to get more money to what? give the book to one artist to do a cover, then the next one to start the story, and yeah. then give, you know, each page, the artist has to continue the story. All right, I'm gonna try to do that so at some point. But did you guys get to see the Killing Joke? Like, what, they played the movie. I'm sure they played it at Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, but no, nah, I haven't get to that see that. Movie is leaked. It was in the theater. Movies in theaters now. Well, no, the, the movie leaked out before. No, the movie was in theaters too. I know, but listen, it, it leaked. The movie was in theaters before. The movie was in theaters. I heard people leaked into movie theaters. That's what it said. It was in theaters for two. I heard people are. I I I heard people are having issues with Batman. I know, Batgirl. Did you beep yourself just now, Tiger Claw? Is that a sense? Is this yeah, a sense? Batman was. I've hung up on Tiger Claw. Okay, good. <laughs> that, that was the. Hold on. I'm the one that's something funny and witty to the show you hang up on that, dude. You don't want to spoil it. He beeped himself. But you don't want to spoil it. Like, no. I commend him for that. No. What's the new section of it? It's based on a book we've all read. I don't remember that in the comic. It wasn't happened in the comic. <laughs> the, they what? It didn't happen. In so the he comic. fucked her. Yeah, they had a sex scene. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And then when she was paralyzed. <laughs> that bad dick. <laughs> Did you guys see any of the He-Man stuff that they were supposed to put out? Say what? The He-Man stuff at Comic Con. I saw it was some New York stuff. What He-Man stuff? There was supposed to be a new episode or something. Like the old school stuff. <laughs> Some company took over the rights to the property and they made a new episode. Oh, I didn't see that. No, I didn't know that either. Alright. It's time for us to get out of here for real. Um. <laughs> I'm still trying to call it. No, I'm trying to call it, though. 
I'm not gonna do it, Tyco. I'm not gonna do it. Um. <laughs> also, I know they had like the forget. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do it. I know they had like the entire cast of Black Panther out there too. Which is crazy because I'm like, yeah, I saw them. Oh, did you? At the at the booth, the barbecue. Awesome, man. Yeah. Like, that's gonna be the first predominantly like black cast movie that's gonna break a billion dollars. Like, you think it's gonna break a billion? Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, everybody. I mean, come on, everybody loves them. I'll I'll give them triple digit millions, but I don't know if it's gonna make a billion. No, that's because you're a racist, Oz. <laughs> Apparently. Well, it's not because Oz is racist. It's because he assumes a lot of other people are. Nah, I think it's Oz. That's like, <laughs> like, I know that's why. Well, I, I, I mean, they had a whole convention, so. Civil War has made a billion? Which is predominantly white. Oh, so you think that because, like, everyone loves these Marvel movies, right? You're thinking that what is Black Panther, which the character they love in Civil War, and it happens to be a lot more black people in it because in Wakanda, in Africa, they're gonna be like, we're not gonna go support that movie. I think there are some people who won't support it. I think there are some people that won't support it because of that. They, they like other Marvel movies, but they won't go to this one because it has more black people in it. Mm. Like, you think there's a lot of those people? I don't know how many of them there are, but it's sad that. They're out there. Well, I mean, I mean is I mean, Tyler Perry involved? I mean, what you're talking about are racist. And I agree they're racist. But are most white people racist? I don't know about most of them, but I know there are some that are not going to see the movie because of the race. And out of those people, not all of them will be racist. Wait, what, what, what makes them not racist? Like, if they go see every other Marvel movie, but they don't go see the one with the predominantly black cast, what makes them not racist at that point? Maybe it's just not their cup of tea. You know what? This is the only reason a lot of people of color don't see movies for too many white people in them. People of color don't not go see movies with too many white people in them. That's all I see. They wouldn't go see movies. They would never see Tyler Perry movies. Huh? They would go see Tyler Perry movies. The blacks that don't watch white movies. What? Joe! The people that go see Tyler Perry movies. Is that the title of this episode? Blacks that don't yeah, see Tyler Perry movies. If they want to stop watching white movies, they have options. They don't have options. Tyler Perry only comes out with like a movie like every few years. And there's a new one coming out. I'm sure it was eventually. Like Madea versus Halloween or something. Yeah, listen, let's not. Let's not promote them. Oh, yeah, Madea and then I'm trying to figure out what well, it's funny because they're like doing like a haunted thing like it's it seems odd Listen, I'll put it out here right now if you saw Iron Man 3 but you're like I don't know if I want to go see the Black Panther movie you're a racist <laughs> <laughs> you're a racist you're a racist you, if you want to know what the litmus test is that's the litmus test I don't let you know like you don't have to wonder if you're a racist or if you yeah. have racial tendencies. What, what if I'm not interested, though? No, what makes you not interested? There's nothing about Black Panther. He doesn't have any powers. That you, like Captain America? I'm saying if you see Iron Man 3, he might not have powers, but he has a suit with powers. Unlike Black Panther, because Black Panther doesn't have a suit. 
that has like protruding vibranium claws. Right. You're a racist too, Joe. You're a racist too. God damn it, Joe. I didn't even know that about you. You hate your old people. We like heroes. I mean, I talked about how much I hate Batarians. Like, that should have been your first clue that I'm a racist. Batarians aren't real, Joe. Black people Yeah, but I hate Batarians. But they're not they're, they're so... They're such assholes, all of them. Like, not a goddamn one of them worth the fun. Like, damn. They're... Breathing space that could be used for other people. Listen, you haven't seen uh, Mass Effect Andromeda yet. The 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 Garrus of Mass Effect Andromeda, Batarius. I mean, I'm joking. Look, I don't want nobody to be like, oh, I know that the Christian is living kind of Batarius. We can use the hooks on their side. Look, bait like a bug. Okay. Uh, final thoughts. Oscorp, go for it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, no. Hex. Final thought. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go see Black Panther. Why? Why would you not go see Black Panther? Because <laughs> he's kind of scared of me with the shit. What? I couldn't hey, hear you. Hey, did you see Iron Man 3? Who is the villain? Hex. Did you see yeah. Iron Man 3 as the question? Who is the villain? Hex, really? Who is the villain of Iron Man 3? It was... It was the thing. Thing. Right, right. And so no, I didn't see it. You might not be racist. <laughs> but, but you might be. <laughs> but you don't call it a film 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 You know what? No, uh, overall, I like Batman v Superman. Listen, if you like Batman v Superman, but not sure if you're going to go see Black Panther, you know, you're a piece of shit. Heck, stop being racist. You, you know what? How, oh my, you got to have seen that. that. It's Marvel. Damn the tiger claw! How'd you get back up? God damn the tiger claw! Time to build the wall 10 feet. <laughs> I just added 10 feet to the wall. Florida's gonna pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> they should just put a wall around the south. <laughs> tiger claw! Final thought. Um. Well, uh. Go uh, watch that Justice League trailer, it might change your mind. Got it. About Black Panther? Nah. Nah. No. Uh, no, it, it might change your mind about where the direction that they're going with this. No, no, it's still going down the shitter. Oscorp, final thoughts. Oscar? I'll watch Black Panther, but I'm gonna be happy about it. <laughs> Oscars are sometimes racist. Hey, I'll, I'll watch it. It's awesome. I don't understand. Like, I don't. Okay, whatever. Hey, <laughs> okay, I mean, come on. It's, it's Marvel. I mean, you watch anything that has Marvel on it. Unless it has a whole bunch of black people in it. I'm letting you know right now. It, 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 you know, even even if the superhero is black, I'll still watch it. Let me, let me, let me, look. You shouldn't have to say that, but here's the thing. <laughs> but thank you. I'm right, right, right. I'll take it, but you shouldn't have to say that. Here's the thing right now. I'm already on the edge with the whole police brutality. Uh, I'll let you know right now. I'll let you know, I'm on the edge. If Black Panther fails as a movie because it happened to have a predominantly black cast, that's, that's it for me. I'll let you know right now. You still got with Empire? No, you know what? I'll, I'll go see Black Panther when there's a Mexican superhero. 
What? What's happening? Uh, in a movie. His name is Vern. <laughs> yeah, we had one in Flash, and now he's got a way too much too. Wait, what? Trust me. It's not black people that stop in the five movies from happening. They would be like that joke. Especially if you dance. Oh, why, why is it gotta be vibe? Who else is it? Hey, Living Lightning? That's the right. You guys didn't talk about it. Oh, this is gonna be a big movie. No, that's not the movie. The footage from Luke Cage? That's other movie people that's not good. The time is right. No. For Blue Beetle. There's never a good time for Spangus to be Dude, why do you hate Spangus Blue Beetle? Because he's terrible. He's a stereotype. Who is Larry? What the fuck? Why are you so racist? I'm not racist. You saw the comic book, right? You read it. We all read it together. No, no, I didn't. Oh, well then, that's why you don't know. I watched Young Justice. Well, you're not Spanglish in that. No, Young Justice is actually a somewhat decent... Like, they're not running in Teen Titans. Like, he's just implied that he's... Yeah, he's not Spanglish in that either. And his, like, New 52 book is terrible. It's like Dora the Explorer. Oh, my God. Is Dora the Explorer, like... She's Spanglish. Yeah. But I'm saying, is she, is she, like, racist Spanglish? I mean, the fact that it's Spanglish like that... I mean, it's kind of... I think Dora the Explorer is trying to teach kids Spanish. That's different, isn't it? Kind of. Uh, yeah, I guess it's kind of, but the fact that if, if Blue Beetle is doing that, if Blue Beetle is doing that, that's some condescending bullshit. Well, hey, I, all I'm saying is, while Doris trying to teach kids that speak English how to speak Spanish, I feel like Blue Beetle, Blue Beetle, Blue Beetle is trying to teach people that know English how to not speak English. But let's make an old for the two Blue Beetle movie. That's fine. So that's a white guy. Yeah, that was that kid. No, no. That, he wasn't Teen Titans. Mexican Blue Beetle. Or Mexican Blue Beetle was in Teen Titans. You said old 52 Blue Beetle. Yes. I'm, it, it, that the I'm sorry about this. I'll go see Black Panther. The majority of the time of the old yeah, You guys won. Heck is going to go see Good answer, Heck. Good answer. So, you win. When you said stop fingering me down. Beetle. And first family is not here. Like, figure Latino dude does Blue Beetle for like three issues or four issues. Dude, he was for like years. Okay, like two years? Like three years. Oh, okay. As opposed to like four decades? Dude, that guy's dead. I mean, I'm just saying. What do you think about Blue Beetle? I thought about the white dude and you're... Facing around and talking to me like I'm the crazy one. Because why would I even know him? Because he's the Blue Beetle. <laughs> what does that mean if he's not a Teen Titan? Nothing. I don't. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Man. You're talking crazy. That's like the Mustang toy. Like you know. See, these other conversations that make all superheroes white. And like, oh yeah, Wally West, like the, the freaking the white dude. You're like, no, the black one. Like what? Black Wally West. That's what like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know Wally West, like the white dude. <laughs> We're like, you know. But if in the Black Panther movie, everyone speaks in Swahili. Well, considering they're Wakandan, that would be racist. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Wakandanese? <laughs> you know what? You don't get any final thoughts. You're done. You're done. I already asked you final thoughts, Oz. Uh, Miss Magnum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, speaking of black heroes, I finally caught up with Amazing Spider-Man. Did you really? Yeah. Awesome. Wait, but why is that 
Black Heroes, because Amazing Spider-Man is not black. Miles is in it. I mean, sometimes. Oh, he's in it. He's a hero? A black hero or not? He is a black hero. He's not Amazing Spider-Man. He's in where I caught up to. No, actually, beyond, he's not even beyond where I caught up to. No, no, he is. So, yeah, the thing Are you reading Civil War 2? Um, yeah, I'm gonna start that. Okay. Um, I forgot. There was a point I wanted to bring up with that too, but yeah, it'll come to me later. I'll text it to you. Okay. I will take it. I will take it. Um, for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you guys so much. Uh, I'm sure we bring you even more comic Comic Con news next week because Lord knows we didn't get to everything. There's a lot of other stuff that happened, but, you know, we'll be talking about it. We'll be bringing you other stuff as well. But if you have anything that you want to hear about, anything that you want to make sure that we talk about, hit us up, whether it be on our Twitter, whether it be on Facebook, whether it be on Instagram, whatever you want to, wherever you want to hit us. Oh, this is on our email, uh, fantasticforum at allgames.com. Hit us up. We want to talk to you. Thank you so much for, for the support. We love you much. This is Fantastic Forum. Until next week, we are out.